What did you, you have? A few drinks this morning? Huh? I, I think you did, didn't you? What are you, Mother Cabrini? You never touch this stuff? No, 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 but I, I, I wouldn't be drinking if I was going to entertain some kids. Hey, I don't have to take any shit from you. You know I am? In the field of local live home entertainment. Oh, my God! Get in your mouse and get out of here. Hey, you, let me tell you something, you low-life lion, four-flushing sack of shit. Watch your burpage. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Boobs. What up? Munch, munchkins, you were talking about munchkins earlier. You man. missed you missed the munchkins? I, the, yeah, as you know, I've been, I've been off sugar for 14 months now. Um, no bread, no beer, uh, no carbs. That sounds horrible. Wow. Munchkins with my coffee right now sound uh, like it would be they, like butter in this my time mouth. Of, this time <laughs> of the year, they do the pumpkin one oh, munchkins too. Sorry, that doesn't make it better for you. <laughs> <laughs> and to be uh, honest, I didn't, I didn't really ever eat that stuff. I ate a lot of bread. That was my downfall. Yeah, you're mm. Italian though, so we always had bread growing up and doing that type of stuff, so... <laughs> so, yeah. so welcome How's to Fascinating that? Films. <laughs> there's some like, good movies. They some talked good about flicks. movies, right? Yeah, right? There's some good flicks we saw this week. Well, one I saw with Justin, one I saw by myself, and me and Dave saw one on Wednesday together. I saw so, one as well. And you saw one as well, all right? Mm-hmm. What'd you see as well? Uh, Spider-Man uh, oh, Into, Into the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yeah, yeah. It would, dude, it was really good. So much fun, man. Yeah. You could see why it won Best uh, Animation, yeah. because it was just all over the place, and uh, I loved the... Uh, Who did the voice? All different people. Yeah, there was, there was like... Eight Spider-Man, yeah, or something like and that. Nicholas Cage was one of them, and uh, yeah, the Dog Ock cool. was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard it made a pile of money. Oh, I'm sure it did. Oh, it yeah. did, yeah. And they're gonna make another like one too. Stacks. Well, people were saying this is the movie we've been mm-hmm. waiting for all the time. Yeah, you know, just make this. What the hell's the problem? I'd be okay with them doing them animated, all of them, like get rid of all yeah. those. Yeah, I mean, if it's done well, if it's done like into yeah. the Spider Verse, because like who needs to see? Robert Downey Jr. come out and limp around for a while. Well, no, no one's going to see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, he's coming back out. He, he just said the other day well, he's going to be in a... He'll in a, come back for flashbacks and yeah. crap like or, that. Or, yeah, that's still back. You know, yeah, he's still getting <laughs> he's paid. Still getting, yeah. He can do that. Like, when he does the Black Widow show, there's no reason why I think he, he can't turn, be doing it. I think he turned down, like, 25 or $30 million. Yeah, yeah. Dollars. Chris Evans didn't want to do it. imagine though? being in such a great spot in your life where you are like, nope. Yeah. Chris yeah, Evans I'm is good. out though. Uh, well, they Kevin Feige, I guess, is making the new uh, the, one of the new Star Wars movies, and he had come out and uh, he said, "Who wants to be in a new Star Wars movie?" To announce it, and I, then, do. I do. Chris <laughs> Evans' tweet was me. Oh yeah. So let's see if he uh, actually nice. does it. I'm looking forward to that Knives Out. Oh, that Knives Out is going to be amazing, man. Looks but, like uh, me and, on steroids. Me and Justin saw uh, Three from Hell. So good. We'll be talking a little bit more of Sid Haig yeah. uh, later on in this pod. Uh, but man, it was uh, what you expect it would be. Dude, it, was it was good really because good. you know there's there's like two levels Does with zombie. Have, the, what I like about those films, and I don't want to cut you off, but I like. But well, I'm good. You're, you're referring to two movies, probably. <laughs> two of them. They, <laughs> yeah. they were as I, I much don't... creepy as they were scary. Yeah. Which is what I like about well, that stuff. It, it's good that you refer to them as two because people forget Rob Zombie had some crap there. There was some serious crap in, in part of his uh, run of movies because you, you forget he's done like eight of them. That Lords of Salem's was god awful. 31 had its moments here and there. I like that one. Uh, I didn't like Lords of Salem. Ha- Halloween 2, what I was thought, his was best one? Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. House most people. Corpses. Well, 
lot of people will argue Devil's Rejects. Some people that really hits in a certain way. But those are his two biggies. That and the first Halloween, you could say. But even that was like, all right, not sure we needed it, but it was all right. But Three from Hell is right up there, man. It's like a good combination. It's more Devil's Rejects, I think, than, yeah. than House of a Thousand Absolutely. Corpses. Because it's it's almost a road type that, thing. Uh, that run, rabbit, run. Yeah. From oh, yeah. that point on mm. is one of my favorite. I saw She's that running movie. with the bunny suit on, the bloody bunny yeah. suit on. I think I saw it. I saw it at least probably. twice in the theater. I'm maybe even three, yeah. too. That it was one. such so, a great uh, movie. I've only seen that like once or twice, but I remember uh, it just being great. So you good. Know? And I've, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I've seen uh, you know Devil's Rejects a couple of times, yeah. and you let me borrow it, and so I was able to catch up on it. And I'll tell you... One thing that really fascinated me about Three from Hell, and this really isn't giving anything away, is that the fact that these people are fucking terrible, murderous, crazy fucking people... But I found myself continually just rooting for yeah, them. Yeah, it's the anti. You know what I mean? Man. Like, it's, it's it, people you and shouldn't. they did that. So it, it was it was kind of like a natural born killers yeah. in a way. It, there's always a point where it turns me off, and like in from three from hell is the same kind of point where it was in Devil's Rejects, where they have the they always have a a family or a group of people that they're terrorizing, and mm-hmm. they they start making you feel uncomfortable by making the husband watch them like assault their wives and everything and it's really difficult because everyone can put themselves in that uh, spot uh what's interesting what's going on recently too is people are super concerned about uh about joker they're they're notifying the fucking military now but three from hell would be way worse than that whatever the joker is three from hell like the joker's not gonna the the problem is the joker's not really glorifying that violence three from hell was straight up glorifying that violence I mean, it really was. <laughs> when we walked into the theater, there was some dude sitting in our seats, and Paul's like, uh, "Hey, man, you're sitting in our seat." And dude was just like, <laughs> "He took his what time?" Like, yeah, he did. <laughs> really? We were standing there, and like, I mean, I, I was. It was almost, uncomfortable for a little bit. Yeah, and was I like, was almost at the point to just be like, "Bottom line, dude, you're in our seats. Like, just move." Like, yeah. You know what I mean? He it, it was like three minutes. Yeah, that he, it took he realized him to get up. it eventually, but everyone right. in that theater was somebody. I don't want to profile anyone, but everyone in that theater looked like they should be in that theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for, for three from hell. Like when we were coming, when I was coming across like the you, parking lot, you could see people walking in, and I'm like, "Yep, he's here to see it." Yep, Half of them were wearing all Captain Spaulding shirts yeah. because this was an advanced yeah. showing, and we got free posters, and it was cool. Yeah. And I bought my tickets to the advanced showing of uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, the movie I saw by myself though on Friday, and I'm not going to talk a whole hell of a lot about it. And uh, me and Dave were going to go see it uh, yesterday, but we decided we're going to wait until I get back to see it. Is the Rambo? Yeah, man, Rambo was so fucking good, man. That Last Blood, really good. I tell you, I was telling Justin I said this is unfortunately for it's a good and it's a bad thing that this is the year it seems like for serious violent films yeah Uh, I mean and like people's heads blowing off and people it seeing like commonplace where uh, I mean it's like doing heroin you do a little bit of heroin and then you got to do more heroin (laughs) I mean not that I've done but even just like three months ago when we were like uh, there's a couple scenes from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and we're like oh that's pretty extreme now that's so far removed from what's extreme after Rambo what's it gonna be what's it gonna be next year well and it's live could or like like, you know, just yeah. just dead bodies <laughs> just put up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just dead bodies put up there. I mean, most moviegoers can realize, all right, this is, I obviously, I can get it. We've been watching this for years. It's just a little bit more yeah. uh, than it was before. Yeah. But Rambo was absolutely worth it. It was, I had heard going into it, there's a lot of comparisons to Home Alone, and there sure as shit is, really. Really? To be honest with you, just that ending, man, when Kevin Arnold is getting ready for the guys to come to the house, a lot of that was, that, was Which, was Rambo. mind you, is violent as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. This, they, they would have died show blood, so many times. I think there's a th- online that 
does a, a couple of movies together yeah. and shows all the different times that they would have died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, me and can to the head. Okay. <laughs> the bowling ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You want to talk number two, though? Number two, and he dipped his head into the, uh, like, kerosene that was in the oh, toilet. Oh, right. Set it on fire. Oh. I mean, the whole building yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the movie me and Dave watched on Wednesday uh, was Arctic, which is the second time I've seen it now, the Mads Mikkelsen movie. Where I remember it's, you where talking it's about just this. basically him. It's him and one other person, and that other person is kind of unconscious and doesn't say a word to the entire film. So it's basically the Mads Mikkelsen show, and we'll be talking about it a lot more during at the, uh, the 2019 year View, but you liked it, didn't you? I liked it a lot. I mean, it, I mean, that's kind of a movie. That, that, it's like perfect for you. It's like the Robert Redford one. Yeah, it's like the Robert Redford one. It's like the it's like Castaway without. Yeah. I told Dave, I, <laughs> I said I'm kind of glad they didn't have to feel like they needed because this film was filmed completely in Iceland too, and I mentioned that because I'll be going there in like three days, so it's exciting. It's exciting to me that it was and filmed on a glacier, and uh, it, it's it's really neat, but. Uh, I like the fact that you can get cast away without them feeling the need to create a, a volleyball for him to talk to. <laughs> well, he's got that my favorite dead guy. Yeah. My, my favorite family guy. It's Voight. <laughs> but, but we also had mentioned, you know, with, with Tom Hanks, you kind of forgive or you, you get away with all that type of stuff. It doesn't bother you as much as it would with Mad Mickelson talking to a vo- volleyball or something right, like that. Yeah. You'd be like, this is strange. Yeah. But with Tom Hanks, you're like, okay, I get it. It's Tom yeah. Hanks. I'll listen to whatever the hell yeah. he has to say. I told you, he has a lot of douchebag uh, credits. He but, hurt, if he heard a nun, you'd be like, what did that nun do to him? <laughs> but, but with uh, Arctic, what was great about it was it was just this normal guy who, who was smart. You could tell that he had some intelligence and he had a lot of supplies to be able to make it, to, to be able to make it. But it was all about what decisions he made and when to make them and if it's the correct decision. And early on in the movie, something happens that completely changes how he's going to be able to live from that point uh, or survive from that point forward. And it, mm. was, uh, it was fascinating. Oh, yeah. And Mad Mickelson's the man, dude. I would watch him and uh, do any movie so it's it's great that he's uh doing all these different things and who knows what he's going to do from here on out he started as a character actor (laughs) (laughs) much like these yes i mean he was in pusher pusher was that dutch movie with him and he was really great dutch movie films count <laughs> but I mean, just kidding. He came out pretty. Uh, I mean, when he hit Casino Royale, everyone knew who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, once that happened, it was like, yeah. oh, the Casino well, he was Royale probably going. a star in Europe already. He was. He had. I mean, uh, yeah, he was a Danish uh, actor. I had seen him in the movie The Hunt, which was a difficult movie to watch. He was uh, accused of sexually molesting this little kid. Oh, that and, sounds like. A, oh, well, but he he, he, was, didn't, he do didn't do it. He absolutely yeah, didn't do it, which, which almost that. frustrated that you more. Oh, so more. terrible, dude. I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, this is so horrible. Any movie that you can literally put yourself into where somebody's accusing you of something that you know for a fact you didn't do that Ugh. just bugs the shit out of me. I'm sure we got a lot of those on this list. <laughs> so, what, oh, you, by the way, do you have some pictures I can you can circulate around here? I think Justin had I, some I pulled you. up. Yeah, yeah. Justin's got just you. To, just to f- are you saying when? you are not as good as we thought you were? This is this guy right <laughs> here? This is the first one, right. yeah. Okay. So we got some really great character actors here. This is the fourth character actor list, and it's one of my favorite segments we do here because it allows us to talk about a variety of different movies, and we get to choose our favorites from a, a list here, but it also gives uh, us the opportunity to talk about some actors that are absolutely amazing that do not get credit. And this is one of my most exciting lists of all the ones we have. I also got photos of them all together. On my That's own. what I want. Yeah, <laughs> that I don't have. I just like, really. That, that, I don't it's even on recognize Facebook. that guy. Oh, really? It's on Facebook. You'll know him uh, if he's young. I haven't been on Facebook today, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me 
me pull it up. Here. Dave has millions of followers. They they just are always on somebody else's feed. <laughs> <laughs> I keep them. So, I keep them on other people's pages. Right. It's a pain. So here and here. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we have th- this list particularly. There's a lot of great people on here, and then we're gonna do character actors. This is another two pods from now. That's also another great list to put in there. Uh, so I had gone through and I picked like twelve of their movies. I mean, some of the we always go through and see who has the most. Have anyone checked that yet? Um, uh, it looks like the guy in the top right on the page one has the most, which right. he is awesome. He's one of my my boys. Uh, I think the guy on the first page has the least, right? Yep, bottom right. So uh-huh. top right, and oh, bottom yeah, right. Oh yeah, he's there. one of my favorites. Too. Yeah, man, he's really good. All right, I say we start right off here. He's some really great guys here, and if you're listening, you may want to kind of Google some of these names because I guarantee you that you'll you're gonna uh, recognize. These I need people. to Google some of these. Names. And, well, <laughs> and when we when we talk about them, uh, one of my favorite things to always do is where your mind goes when you think of this guy. And, and uh, it's interesting that our minds always, uh, sometimes they'll go the same thing, sometimes they'll go p- completely different. Uh, as first actor, and uh, this is an actor who for sure you probably have to look up. A lot of people don't know him by name. I've been watching him forever, so it's one that's circular. <laughs> useless information that's been circulating mm-hmm. in my head for a long time now. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Uh, yeah, and this is uh, Marshall Bell. He's done 139. He's got 139 credits. When I say 139 credits, too, I should mention that uh, that includes all his TV credits, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could single him out for movies, and I probably should have done that, but I didn't do it for the last three character actors. Why change now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Marshall Bell. <clears throat> what do you think of when you think of Marshall Bell? I, I didn't get to him. I didn't get to <laughs> refresh my memory who this so dude the, is. The first, I, the, I've seen him. If Look at all these movies. I've seen every movie he's been in. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the first thing that so, comes to my head is in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, he's the oh, PE yeah, yeah, coach. Okay. Yep. Really, um, that's what you think of. See, that's what I'm talking about. That There's one, no one in the world I would think Total of. Recall. For sure, recall. he's the one that had the thing that yeah. came out of his stomach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And that's what I usually will go to when I'm okay. telling people. Yeah, see, if you would just said that, I'd have been like, yeah. I'm on the same page as you are, brother. <laughs> no, actually, we're all on the first page here, right? I know, right that's why we're all on the same page. Uh, so that's what you think of. You think of Total Recall. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, for sure. See, with me, I I tend to think, uh, I always thought twins back in the day because he yeah, was, remember he was the assassin that was sent to kill him. Uh, uh, and he would go oh, around. That's right. He was really good in it, and but... Ever since he had done Starship Troopers as that That's the that other Weasley one. Yeah. Uh, general who's hiding away from the bugs, I love That's that true. thing, and he's oh, freaking it's so out. So great when oh, he gets man, killed. He's so good in that. <laughs> he was in the cabinet. Uh, yeah, he was in the cabinet. <laughs> but another one for you has got to be Digstown, yeah, right? He was, he was the warden in Digstown. Yeah. He was the one that uh, uh, let James Woods out at the very oh, beginning. Yeah. Well, but he's also, also the... Uh, he also shows up at the end with the other fighter. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, and it had the greatest ending. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> dude. I love that If the hair didn't stand up on Yeah. <laughs> uh, stand dead. By Me, though, he played the dad, the asshole dad. Yeah. You'll of, never be like That kind Danny. of blamed like Will Wheaton yeah. for, uh, really? for John Cusack's <laughs> death at like dinner table and shit. Oh, like I you said, you'll that. never be as good as Danny. Yeah. Wow, dude. Wow. I forgot about that. Uh, Tucker the Man in His Dream. I love that fucking movie, man. I recently watched. Do you ever remember that? That's with Never Jeff Bridges, it. and he's making is it cars. Yeah, he's making the brand new car, the Tucker, yeah, is yeah. what it's called. And uh, I think they only ended up making like a, a couple hundred of them, and everything. But it's kind of him in the assembly line, and that movie will come up here a couple times on the list too. And uh, it was a fun movie. I loved watching it back in the day. Yeah, Air America. He was one of those great. And Air America is another one that we'll we'll see circulate circulating around here because remember the group of other pilots oh, yeah. in Air America. And there, there was a lot of just great character actors in that. Uh, Oscar. He played. I think he played one of the cops. 
uh-huh. or one of the uh, the press agents. So he doesn't. Be one of the, I don't think he was one of the cops. Mm-hmm. Red yeah. Foreman was the guy up in the window yeah. looking over. <clears throat> Airheads. I don't remember him, and I love Airheads. Yeah, I did. I, I'm uh, just glad that one got a mention. Uh, Natural Born Killers. It was a deleted uh, scene. So, but I wanted to put it on there. Huh. Interesting. Uh, o- Operation Dumbo Drop. Didn't you just watch Capote? Do you remember? I who did. He was I don't remember who he huh. is from that. Yeah, he, he's really, really good, man. He's one of those guys that you can will... already tell. I'm going to help this pot out. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, there's ones you'll know more than. <laughs> I'll be funny. I'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Marshall Bell, check him out, man. He's he's really good, and he he makes anything better, and he's got that kind of face. For me, that's what it makes a good character actor. He has a very distinct face that immediately when you see him, you're like, oh, I know who that guy is, and I can name five movies right He now has a very in. distinct voice, too. He does. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, I'm it, surprised he doesn't do, like, kind of voiceover stuff. Maybe he does. He might. Yeah. He might. Most of these guys do. Yeah. I, I don't I don't list it on here since it's TVs, and we, I want to try to keep it uh, to movies, but yeah. a lot of these guys. And with that many credits... These character actors, and I'm glad you do these pods because they don't get the no, recognition they don't. No. They don't. They and they're good, man. And those are the guys that I can see come onto a film. And like I said, I can name five, six, seven movies. This next guy, Kevin Conway, man. Kevin Conway is incredible, man. And anytime I mention him, he's the angry mailman from right. Money Farm. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Or he's the psychotic no. from uh, Good, uh, The Quick and the Dead. Yep. Oh, but man, he, he was psychotic. You know where I go with this guy? Uh Gods and Generals. Really? See, yeah. I don't know what it is. I've only seen it once, so you've and seen it Mystic several times. Rivers. He played that great uh, father. He was uh, uh, Sean Penn's father-in-law. Yeah. He just And he was also the father in Invincible. Uh-huh. Of, yeah. uh, oh, he just was he? can play a really mean drunk. Yeah. Irish drunk. Yeah. Typically yeah. Irish. To, to be he, ran the, he ran the Irish Brigade in... Uh, in uh, yeah. Gods and Generals. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? He's one in the Irish Brigade. <laughs> and this happens with a lot of characters who get typecasted. He definitely plays more assholes than friendly characters. Yeah. And his stuff. Did he play the same <laughs> character in Gettysburg and in uh, Gods and Generals? Um, I'm wondering if he did. No. I no, because that so. was a whole different thing, right? I mean, it, it was a whole different thing. Okay. Like, they had different... Who did he uh, play in uh, Gods and Generals? You'll have to look up. He was he was in the Irish Brigade. That might take too long. It will take too long. <laughs> I love when uh, when he comes to the door in Funny Farm and he's like sober and his hair is yeah. all yeah, slicked yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I brought your meal back yeah. up for you. Uh, I, I weeded out all the junk mail yeah. for you. <laughs> Cue the deer. Yeah. <laughs> and he had that laugh like the Muppet that throws the fish. Yeah. <laughs> he always had that great laugh. What a movie that's got... Shit on! Oh, this ever, is ever, another ever, great never. actor. One of my favorite yeah, shit actors. On forever, never, never, yeah. and people didn't realize it was a good. It was movie. a fucking classic. Man. We'll be talking about that again. All right. uh, we'll save all. You drew the map. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy I'm talking about. Oh yeah, like Mike right. Stars okay, on this. Cool, yeah. uh, but uh, and a couple of the other ones, Jennifer Eight, he played the cop. Man, he that's another role that he is absolutely perfect that was for. A good movie too. Is, oh man, I've never seen that one. Movie. That one's Halle Berry. Really? No. Uh, uh, Uma Thurman. Uh, Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. Oh, she's the blind. She's the blind girl. Oh, okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Vin, uh, what's his? See, Andy I Garcia. learned stuff from this pod. Yeah. If you guys go back, you will learn stuff <laughs> yeah, too. It's true. Uh, he was. <laughs> it in, may not help you in life, but you'll learn. <laughs> Funhouse. He was awesome in too. He was. He was like the carnival barker who had the. Uh, the misshapen shapen kid murderer uh, hidden in the uh, the carnival, and I always that was a great Toby Hooper movie. A lot of people don't remember which uh, one, the Funhouse. Fun Nineteen eighty one, early, the, early on with the. They had this crazy movies. scene in the in a mirrored room. Uh, I guarantee it. I guess unless you do that, those things are creepy, man. 
Yeah, what was the movie we had just seen that had... Oh, It had that great scene oh. in the uh, mirror room. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. really creepy, too. Us does, too. Yep, Us has a real... Us yeah. is all about that type of stuff, too, man. Mercury Rising. Mercury Rising was one of those movies that I always wanted to be better than it really was. I'm sure he was in it, and I can almost guarantee he's one of the cops in it. That was the uh, Bruce Willis one where he mm-hmm. had the autistic kid and everything, mm-hmm. and it, it just wasn't as great. I vaguely remember 13 that. Days. You know who he played in 13 Days, don't Ma- you? Mac Mirror, No, right? he played LeMay. The Jenner, General. LeMay. Oh, General. The, LeMay, who, wanted, LeMay? who did the carpet bombing and yeah. stuff, and he was ruthless, ruthless. He, he was, was the one during the Cuban Missile Crisis but that wanted to here's, kill everybody. D- here's, I guess, story. Take two seconds. Do oh, it. LeMay. Time's up. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he was having people... He, the failure rate of their bombing over World War II, mm. the, four planes would come back out of every 10 that were launched. Oh, wow. And he said, this is going to end. I'm going to be in the lead plane of every bombing mission now over People would over turn Berlin. back, too. And that he, was the yeah, other problem. Yeah. They, uh, they would make up problems to yeah. turn back. And, yeah. he, and he said, anybody else that turns back, you'll be subject to court-martial. Yeah. Nobody ever turned back ever again. Yeah. Wow. And he was like, in everywhere. He was in the lead plane. He's the major theater general. That's, that's insane. Like, yeah, no, that's it, insane. Like 6% of those planes went down every run, and you had to do like like 40 runs, so there was a, you almost had a 100% chance of being killed. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. insane, dude. Here, switch chairs. Is that I, a I, squeaky chair? I think you got the squeaky chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing it, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, yeah, that was... This is a physical pot. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're careful. <laughs> Just in those shitless shit seats, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Let's move on. This next guy, he's got a shitload of movies here, man. And he's done voices for stuff, and he's done a lot of great stuff, man. And all of us, me and Dave at least, know him as Laura Palmer's dad. Oh, for, yeah. for years, that's what you had to refer him to. One of my favorite things, and this is Ray Wise, the great Ray Wise. 239 movies. He's super famous in a lot of his flicks. When, But immediately, my mind always goes to RoboCop, man. Oh, he was so great in RoboCop. He was like the right-hand man to Clarence Bodiger. He was the one that dropped all that heavy stuff on RoboCop at the end. And huh. I got him, Clarence. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was also got pulled out of the club by his hair. Remember, oh, he yeah, reached yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him out. He was just like wow. that, I didn't that even crazy that scumbag, him. man. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people forget he was Swamp Thing at the very. That it was a different person in the suit. Uh, but at the beginning, yeah. when he was mm-hmm. the scientist, that's who I always think of because yeah. they played the hell out. Of yeah, and he had that big ass curly hair, man, and that uh, flick, man. And Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me. I'm glad they made a movie so yeah so i could talk, talk about, about him. him yeah yeah <laughs> so the tv series he was <laughs> because he was nuts in that uh role but he was he was like possessed by somebody else yeah so he had to but play he like great he had to play like two different was, characters there were scenes where he was like he was like dancing he was doing like this crazy he did like two step he would go in front of like uh he would go to clubs and dance like he's dancing with somebody and just cry and cry and then someone would come up to him just so he'd have somebody to cry with and everything wow this is after he lost laura palma and then it just went. she was living a sketchy life she would have bought it sooner or later so how about you do you recognize ray wise you know what's funny is is looking up his picture i remember seeing him in tons of things but i don't remember him in anything on this list Rising Sun was the uh, he was the one that actually choked the girl when he had sex with her in the boardroom at the beginning. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 <clears> yeah. yeah. And then he what a great movie. Yeah, because was. remember it, it didn't end up being him. He ended up being the one that choked her and left the room, but thought he did it. Remember he shot himself when they Sean came and visited. Sean Connery, yeah. When Sean Connery, Sean Connery and, uh, speaking Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had heard a pod the other day where they uh, they pulled up that clip of him talking to. Uh, uh, Barbara Walters about him thinking it's all right to smack women, uh, oh, and it's it's crazy what? when you listen to it. I mean, she was giving him an out. It was an earlier interview, and she's like, "I had listened to an interview when you said it's all right to smack a woman." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, 
he, he's like, I don't, I don't think it's like the, it's all right, but I just think that it's sometimes it's necessary. Oh, you know, when they man. don't stop talking and they're trying to push their point and they, uh, they need to just shut, shut up. I don't think it's wrong. You should That's smack a, a woman. Wow. And it's crazy because now he's, out. I mean, he's still alive. Him and Gene Hackman still he's alive. He's living in his someplace. mansion in the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you heard anyone I, or saw an interview two, with Sean Connery or Gene ago. Hackman? Oh, two shit. weeks ago. With who, sorry. Gene Hackman or how? No, with Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Wow. Really? He, I bet they're not showing his face though. No, it was about Hurricane Dorian. He oh. has a huge compound down there. Oh, interesting. Oh, they yeah. stayed. Was it on just dial on phone then? He yeah. did that interview? Uh, I started in print. It may have been a phone interview that was I bet he looks bad, man. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's old, older than dirt. I mean, he's old. So I mean, Gene Hackman, too. And I mean, I, he was smacking I'm... girls in all the Bond movies. Yeah, so it, it, he's that I old. kind of like, I kind of was glad that that part of Bond was over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even though Roger Moore is kind of silly at times, but he wasn't oh, smacking women. No, around. he did. He did a lot. Did he? he did a bunch Man, of that. I blocked that up. Yeah, if you forget. <laughs> well, that was his character. That wasn't. That wasn't Roger Moore going on. Roger Moore was the uh, with the UNICEF guy, so he ain't smacking nobody. I keep, I keep thinking of this Family Guy cut and oh, the Lee Majors one. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> what he, he's like, why, he's like, you can't can just slap women. And he goes, <laughs> why not? They got faces, don't they? No, no, they? it's like women are things. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, so mu- some other stuff with Ray Wise on here that should be mentioned. The Chase, remember that with Charlie Sheen? Yeah, dude, I love that I movie. think he was the dad. I think, I think he, he was the senator or something like that. He's still like, pretty, he, was. he was still pretty young during that because he was a young punk in RoboCop. You got to go back and look at some mm. stuff with him in RoboCop. I think that's why that, I don't uh, remember Jeepers him. Creepers 2, he was the gun with that big-ass gun on the back of the oh, thing. Oh, shit, the, that's the guy right. The that showed yeah. up and shot him. Uh, and still Good got night killed. and good luck. It's... The greatest thing he's done. To that date. was a great movie uh, with him in it. Though. Him, the, his role, his role. Yeah, the, his. That was his best role, in my opinion. Yeah, the, I mean, the, for the acting chops, because yeah. he played it great. Because he was like, a, he was the suicidal. Yeah, he ended up killing himself, mm-hmm. which is based on a true story. But uh, he played it brilliantly. Yeah, he was also in a couple Marvel movies. He did X Men First Class. I think he was one of the generals, and he was also in Batman: The Killing Joke. And I'm not sure who, but I would I would bet money that he was Commissioner Gordon's voice. And I'm pretty sure that's, that's why animated. I, uh, yeah, the animated movie that came out. Uh, but Ray Wise is awesome. You should check him out. Now this next guy, love this guy. This is one of my favorite guys on this list. One of my top uh, three, mainly because he's in like almost all John Carpenter's movies. Yeah. And he, the first thing I think of, and it's almost not even a role more than a line that I always. Uh, uh, Say. You're going to say it. Yeah. You want to say it at the same time? Yeah. I'll say Chuck Fleming. <laughs> Action news. <laughs> because he was... He the, went on he two. Was, Who goes on two? He was the... Re- <laughs> He was the reporter in uh, Bruce's Millions. Oh, my God. I love how excited John Candy was when he saw him. Chuck Fleming! <laughs> he has a great voice, man. I love Peter Jason, man. But when He was a mind, cop in Nice uh, Dreams? Yeah, he was one of the cops well, in Nice that's Dreams. One of the, it's weird because that's my favorite... Yeah, uh, Cheech and Chong movie, which most people are like, that's not their favorite. Yeah, in Forty Eight Hours, you would think he's a cop in it, but he was the redneck bartender when he Eddie Murphy came oh, yeah, up yeah, there yeah, and he yeah. asked for his drinks. Yeah. How about a black Russian? Oh, because I'm black, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, but yeah, my mind always goes to the John Carpenter films. I loved him in Prince of Darkness. I loved him in They Live. Uh, Village of the Damned. He was really good. Th- those are my three biggies, especially They Live and uh, Prince of Darkness. Uh, I was sad to see. I knew everyone in Prince of Darkness was going to die, but he was one of those great guys that just f- fell right into that role as one of those scientists and everything. Who How was, about you? What do you, who what do you was think he of in Dante's uh, Another one. You, and the thing is, is like I say? know I know who he is. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> but like I 
I'm, I'm trying to find out who he was in arachnophobia. This pod is for you, man. I know, right? Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> because those are all movies that you like. Yeah. Who was he in Dante's Peak? Was he one of the scientists? I think so. Yeah, he was one of the uh, guys, unless he was on the board with Linda Hamilton of saying, we're not going to shut down the town. Uh, mm. which he could have been. So some of these other flicks on here, some really great ones uh, by Peter Jason. I'll mention he was in Dreamscape. He was in Heartbreak Ridge, which was a great uh, Clint Eastwood uh, movie that we haven't talked much about. And Granada. When's the last time you heard anyone refer to it? It's, like it's, it's got to be the only movie based on Granada ever. It, probably. You know? uh, Red Heat, Alien Nation. Alien Nation was another great one for him. It was a very John Carpenter type role. He played the guy at the bar that just bitched and complained about the uh, the aliens, like that, that they're immigrants and coming in and you're dicking their jobs. <laughs> it was totally not bad. Johnny Handsome, he played the uh, he played the boss that uh, ordered that uh, oh, Elizabeth McGovern worked for. Okay. That was the place that Johnny Handsome was going to rob. Okay. He was the boss for that, so he got nailed in the head at one point. Racknophobia is one of the town people there. Really good. I think he was the coach, wasn't I think he was the, the football, football coach. coach. Yeah. Because remember the... Uh, I was trying to figure out yeah, who he was. Yeah, the spider went into his player's helmet. And then he ran on the field, oh, and yeah, yeah, he was the coach. Uh, Mark for Death is one I definitely don't remember where he was in, but that's a pretty big movie that definitely has to be mentioned. Village of the Damned is another great... It's one of the most overlooked Carpenter movies, in my opinion. Was it a remake? Yeah, it was based on... From uh, like a 50s movie? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. And But this one was so much better. It had a great cast. It had Christopher... Uh, Christopher Reeve, Mark Hamill, Linda, the girl from uh, Christy Alley was in it, the girl from uh, Crocodile Dundee, Linda Krolowski. But I, the the most interesting part of that movie is just that scene at the beginning where everyone's having a good time, they're all playing, uh, playing, having barbecues and everything, and then at some point everyone in the town passes out. Uh, and then... Everyone wakes up a half hour later, and all the women who are of age and are able to give birth are pregnant. Mm -hmm. uh, but even more important than that was the cops, tr people trying to enter the town line. Mm -hmm. When they crossed the town line, they would pass out, like, at, during this period of half hour. Oh, wow. So the military was, like, on the line, and they were sending people over, and they, boom, just topple over when they, oh, got, when they got over the line. That's fucked so up. So they would send more people over, and they would just topple over and uh, fall down. So I was like, oh, that's such a great concept. That would have worked. They should have milked, in my opinion, they should have milked that whole for area for a little bit longer. It only lasted for, like, six or seven minutes, but I would have milked that for, like, 20 minutes. It's where they had yeah. to figure out what the hell's going on, but it was a great movie, man. Uh, yeah, so Peter Jason, check out Peter Jason. Two sixty two. He is the winner of the uh, the most. Oh, he is the winner. The flicks on uh, at least this pod I'm at sure two sixty two. He'll, he'll like the prize. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> not bad. We <laughs> sent it UPS. <laughs> uh, all right, this next guy. This next guy I loved ever since that first movie that's on that list, man. And this is the great Delroy Lindo. Yeah, he's Done awesome. Sixty six movies, man. And you definitely, if you look him up, he's got a unique ass face, man. That you're not gonna forget, Delroy yeah, Lindo. Of course. Uh, I I loved him. In in the hard way that's that's right where my mind goes the one that was like totally enamored with michael j fox's character he was the chief of police and uh james woods didn't want anything to do with michael j fox he didn't want him hanging out with him but uh what was his name nick something uh michael j fox's name was nick i'm trying Damn. to remember that. i know i've seen that movie but yeah. i'm trying to remember it and uh um, stephen lang played the party crasher who was going around town so michael right. j fox yeah. basically had to shadow james woods and see how he acted as a detective for a movie that uh Michael J. Fox was researching, and he was an up. James James uh, Woods wasn't <laughs> James Woods wasn't having it. So uh, Delroy Lindo, who they thought was going to uh, 
just fall right in as you're not going to take over this please he started wearing like the uh michael j fox shirt every time he saw him <laughs> and they got him on the set so he was on the set and he got his daughter something special so it was great to see del lindo just smile ear to ear when michael j fox walked in the room it was really great so there's actually a movie that's not on here that's oh, good. one of my like favorite movies of his by far um, it's called Pros and Cons. Oh, damn. I didn't Have even you know about it. No. <laughs> so it's a super cheesy-ass comedy. It came How out, old was it? came out in 99. Oh, okay. Um, and Larry Miller. Uh, oh, yeah. I love Larry uh, Miller, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stand-up? Yeah, yeah. Stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is basically an accountant. It's, come to think of it, it's kind of like a comedic version of the Shawshank Redemption. Really? Like, he's an accountant, <laughs> and he gets, you know, framed, basically. Oh, kind of like, sent- also like uh, the one with George Clooney where, what's his name, Albert Brooks played that accountant character. That, that's like a known thing to do in movies, I think, is have the accountant go into prison. Right. <laughs> um, and so, like, he's very, like, goofy and awkward, and, like, somehow, some way, there's, like, a... Um, like a Fackler scene, you know, yeah, where, yeah, where like yeah. he just somebody gets the shit beat out of him. <laughs> a and he Fackler didn't, scene. Yeah, he it. didn't mean to do anything, but he, you know, like beats somebody up, and so everybody kind of takes him on as like this tough guy now. Um, and Delroy uh, like runs the prison; he's the head dude, and so he makes him kind of like work all his money for him. Yeah, um, and they like plan an escape and everything like that's that. Awesome. And it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, that I'll definitely go back and watch because I, I love Larry Miller. I used to love his stand-up, man. I love his little stint on uh, pretty, Seinfeld when he played the, yeah. the door, the doorman, which was oh, so funny when he was just belittling yeah. Jerry the whole time. Oh, Seinfeld was in that movie as an extra. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, he was like prisoner number two. Oh, that's hilarious. That's I bet. Hilarious. There's no way Rich, uh, Larry Miller didn't get him on there. That's the reason. Because oh, really? That's, because I think Jerry got him on to Seinfeld because oh, they're okay. both stand-up comedians at that Have time. you seen his new show, The I've heard it's great. It's not, it's not even new. It's like five years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just came. It's on good though. Yeah, Netflix. That's to oh, me. That's that, new. Yeah, because it was yeah. a web series before that. Mm. It's, it's it's pretty good. Pick the actor you like and choose that one, and it's pretty funny. Hell yeah! Now a couple other movies on here. I, I immediately <laughs> go to Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Was another one. Him and he uh, plays a great like detective. Yeah, yeah, detective or cop. Was he, he a devil's like, advocate? Who was he in Devil's Advocate? Was uh, he even a cop? Damn, Damn, I haven't seen Devil's Advocate in so long. That was the uh, Keanu was it trying one? to warn Keanu Reeves. That's interesting. I should have looked that up. Uh, I will. I know whatever else he played a cop on him. He played cop on Ransom. He was really great in that flick. Yeah. Uh, Sahara, I haven't think I've seen. Uh, Romeo Must Die. He was part of that other family then, I guess. Uh, Romeo Must Die is another movie I need to revisit, man. That Jet Li one. That's a good that movie. Great, I can't yeah. even remember if I've ever seen that. He was a cop. It in had that, that unique, yeah. He, it had that unique element where when he broke a bone, they jumped oh, into the body, yeah, okay. and you could see the movie. spine yeah. break and that stuff. They had never done anything like that before. And too. then Mortal Kombat had that <clears throat> shit like a year later. I don't well, think they showed it in the body. Three though. Kings did it, but I don't know. Three yeah, Kings Three Kings did, it. did it. Yeah. yeah, but that was with bullets, bullets. going in, oh, yeah. like tissue like and stuff like that. Somebody's spleen, and you yeah. knew like their spleen was ruptured. Uh, clockers, you remember Clockers? That was I actually don't. pretty good, man. It was it's, a good like uh, gangster type uh, movie way back in the day in '95 when they weren't doing a whole hell of a lot of them. He was in Congo. Was he it was as great good Congo. as Brooklyn? Congo. He was doing that uh, that accent. He was doing that like. Uh, Oh, Congo yeah. accent, oh, uh, yeah. which was interesting. Get Shorty. Uh, was, yeah, he, he played. Didn't get Shorty. Who did he play? I, I'm pretty sure he was another. Wait, cop. I, I think he was a cop, but he might have been a gangster. Yeah. Um, I think that's. He's his, a smooth that's, dude. It could be both. <laughs> like he could be both. Oh yeah, he really could. And I, he hasn't even done his best stuff yet. He really could come out there. Broken Arrows, another one we got listed on here for him. I'm uh, still trying to find out who he was in Devil's Advocate. Yeah, for for doing so, if he's that far down the list, he must have just been a kind of minor Crooked character. Cop. I mean, he that's really it. is. A perfect character actor, uh, but 
66 flicks. That's pretty good, man. Uh, and to have all those quality flicks right there. And yeah. All right. This next guy, man, this next guy, we learned super early who he was in a bunch of different, uh, flicks. Uh, I know probably a lot of our minds go in different places here. And this, this is, is one great, of my favorites. And man. I had heard about this guy from Bob, our stepdad had seen him in a bar in Detroit way back in the day doing a bare knuckle boxing match Uh-oh. one Friday night. Wow. Yeah. And he says he watched this guy destroy the guy he was playing. And he said he always remembered him from there wow. and thought it was interesting when he went on to become an actor. And this is the great Randall Tex Cobb. Um, Hell yeah. 33 movies, at least on the list. But man, is that he is, the first one, the first one he ever did? Uh, that because with the uncommon valor, yeah, yeah, because his martial arts, to... he studied martial arts. That's the one with Gene Hackman, right? Yeah, yeah, but that his his training in martial arts is what got him the role. They yeah. have him do a fight scene, in mar- and yeah. it's it's always weird when you get a martial arts guy that's like six three. Yeah, he's a big like dude. He's a big dude. I mean, he's a he's a, a rumbler. He's like yeah. a, a, a boxer by trade, yeah. but he also has. He's got moves. Qualities. He's got moves, yeah. man. Yeah. But he also has a very unique look. I mean, oh. you can't throw him in stuff and not realize. Is he dead? Uh, I, I want to say that yes. he is. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. You, that's not the first time. That's not the first time you tried to make people dead. Yeah. Spot, so. yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Did you look and see if the last guy was still alive that I tried to make dead? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Uh, maybe uh, you should check in. Well, that. when I when I think of this, I I go to several different movies. On no, he's still alive. All Good right. job, Dave. Uh, <laughs> if he dies tomorrow, he is a black belt in karate. Though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I he's a real deal, man. This, this several movies that my mind I mean, goes the, to when I think when the I one think that of you him, think of is the uh, one that I think of. Well, probably raising Arizona. Yeah. To be honest with ding, you, ding ding ding. But uh, critical down. condition is another one that I really go to because he huh. played the crazy motherfucker that was trying that held Joe Mock. Tegya, the the he head dog? of the hospital. No, that was a a, a guy. The other patient. Oh, that yeah, was, right. That sat by his uh, oh. by his leg. He was really good. He, he thought was he was so uh, good in that. He thought role. he was black. Yeah, he, but he was white, <laughs> and he was friends with Richard Pryor. And Richard Pryor took over and as one of the uh, doctors at the hospital. One of the best so. Richard Pryor movies you could ever see. Oh, so That's funny, so man! Good. It's really, really good. And the Golden Child's another one. He's yeah. the one that guarded the yeah. Golden with Child the that we know as can. that we know is now a girl. Yeah, uh, that's did, right. Did I ever show you that picture? I have to pull you it up. You did, I showed it to you? Uh, you showed it to me. All right. I'll have to pull it up later. Yeah, but no, <laughs> I love him in that scene in Golden Child where he's like... Um guarding the child and they he take or she takes the pepsi, the can, pepsi can out of yeah. the trash and turns it into a little like movable how much he loves it and he's so yeah, happy and then and then what's his name comes and stomps on it yeah right at the he's end. got some great makeup like from like the brow yeah in that movie too yeah. so he looks interesting i i love him in fletch lives where they throw fletch in the cell with him and oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. he tells him what is he says what's your name uh why well, uh, Chevy Chase says, what's your name? He says, bend over. Ben, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it was really funny in that. Uh, yeah. Police got me four. We just talked about Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Simon, Simon Says. says. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to jail, man. You got to know that he's one of the fucking prisoners. That's I wonder how much that Ernest guy is worth after that stuff. That's Oh, he made money. He banked yeah. off that fucking he banked uh, off thing. That stuff. He isn't with us anymore. Uh, awesome collision course, Town. man. Collision course. I, I loved... Uh, I, I had to put it on here. Pat Marita That's the Pat Morita and Jay Leno one. I, I put it on here Whoa, just Jay mainly. Jay Leno's in a movie? Yeah. Pat, as a cop with his sidekick is Pat Morita. What? It's, yeah. it's awesome. I own it. I'll, yeah. we'll have to watch it. Pretty much. Like, it was funny, man. It was good. It was one of those ones that I remember them driving around in that little enough. hatchback <laughs> at the end. Yeah, talk to him. Talk about uh, Digstown and playing Dog. Yeah. And that movie, um, man. Dude, he. I mean, he had a very minor role in that, but like... 
I don't know. I always liked his role. Yeah, in Yeah, it was great. Um, I mean, there he was kind a of bare was the thread scene. through a lot of that movie too. No, yeah, without he him, was the connection between Heather Graham for sure too. Yeah. Um, well, and he was the one who told James Woods yeah. about. Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Honey uh, Ray something. Yeah. Uh, well, Honey Ray. Honey Ray. He was, knew James yeah. Woods was friends with. No, that. but okay, they right. knew that the, uh, um, the Bruce Stern's character. Thank you. Yeah. Had drugged. Uh, oh, Charles yeah. Makem Diggs. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and that he hustled the whole town. So James Woods was going to come and and hustle. You know, him and get everything. I like that. Just point out it's a, it's a TV episode, but it's one of my favorite ones with Randall Tex Cobb in an old Married with Children episode where Al is sleeping on the couch and Randall Tex Cobb comes in as a robber to rob the entire place uh-huh. and wakes up thinking that Peg's next to him. Uh, wanting Al to rub her ass. Yeah. And so he, he reaches out and grabs Randall Tex Cobb's ass and starts rubbing it. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, what? what are you doing? Yeah. And he wakes him up and everything. And then they uh, he ends up... Uh, uh, taking Randall Tex Cobb to uh, court, and at court he shows up with a neck brace on, saying he was physically abused. <laughs> it's, it's just so damn what funny, a crazy man. TV show. <laughs> Randall Tex Cobb, man. Yeah, I don't. If he's still alive, I don't know why he's not doing anything. He's oh, Ace Ventura, Bet Detective. He's in my yeah. favorite scene. Yeah, what scene was it? It's the opening scene. He's the guy who is who's like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's like, the yeah well, no, he no, steals he's the got, dog. Yeah, and. Uh, Jim Carrey dresses up as the HDS delivery guy. Yeah, like the UPS oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so great, yeah. dude. He, he's really great. When you need thug number one, man, he's, yeah. like, he's always the first call to make. All right, this next guy, I love uh, the, I love his shit-eating grin more than anybody, than and any other actor. When I think of someone who can play shady, I think he of... He pisses the shit for breakfast. No. no. <laughs> yep, that's the great Christopher McDonald, man, 208 films. And this guy is very versatile, man. He can play some serious shit. He can play really funny stuff. He's just very versatile, man. Yeah. The first thing I probably saw him was Thelma and Louise. He was the uh, the husband, the kind of asshole husband huh. uh, to Gina Davis. And he just he had that mustache. He played the asshole. Dutch was another one that I always watch. He was the, was he the stepdad? He was the stepdad. I remember yeah. at the end, Al punched him in the head with the the ring. The ring, print, yeah, and left the print. And just his look when he got punched. Yeah, and how he's like falling down and slipping in the snow. I just loved, man. What do you think of? I mean, you. I know what you probably think of when you think Chris McDonald. Well, yeah, it's definitely Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. McGavin. Um, Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Although, <laughs> leave it to Beaver. He was, uh, he was he was Ward. the dad. He was Ward, yeah. Huh. And he's perfect in that role. He was perfect. I loved in that him role. in Quiz Show. Quiz Show. He was the head of the. He was the announcer that ran the entire. He was like the Pat Sajak of that of that Quiz Show. Uh, a couple other roles that I just can't not think of. Men's Requiem for a Dream. Requiem mm. for a Dream. Be excited. Be be, 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 be excited. Be. <laughs> also, SLC Punk Man. One of my he's favorite scenes in any comedy. Yeah, the dad where he, he sits he sits Matthew Lillard down and tries to tell him about how you know when we when I was young we we. Went to Woodstock. We stopped Vietnam, and then Matthew Willard got up and just did this awesome three-minute rant on Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald's just sucking it in and listen to it. And as he's Matthew Lillard's leaving, he's a son. I just want you to know, I bought in. I didn't sell out. And he says, "I know you did, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was so funny. I love him in <clears throat> Dirty Work, man. Uh, Dirty Work for me is almost right up there. That with Norm McDonald. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember oh, him. In God, that. he is so. He was the asshole. He was oh, the really? complete asshole that was going up against uh, huh. uh, Norm McDonald through the whole thing. Almost. Almost as enjoyable as Happy Gilmore, in my opinion. You almost played that same character uh, as Shooter McGavin. I just remember the scene where um, they're working in the movie theater. And, oh, God, what's the guy's name? I can't. Uh, Oh, Artie? Artie Lang? Well, no. Fuck, I can't remember. Oh, the old guy? Yeah. Oh, Jack Warden. 
No, he's a really con- uh, famous comedian. He just died a couple years ago. It's all right. I, I, that narrows it down. Yeah. Oh, who was he in the movie theater? He was like the manager, and he was saying to him, he's like, look at you, you baby gorilla. You're just, oh, you're Don getting, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Rickles, yeah. <laughs> like, you're getting fatter like, man, as I talk to or you. As I you call should him, watch the outtakes I, for that. He just goes oh, on oh, for like I bet, a minute dude, and a half. I bet. He and was so he great He had a golden style. ticket, man. Yeah. He no. He, he's he's he, glad he passed he away when he did. did. Yeah, oh, he got, yeah, yeah. Because his comedy was about oh, to end. Yeah, <laughs> no. it probably died with him. <laughs> yeah, he was great at it though. No, I loved that. Go back and watch Dirty Work though, man. It's That's so a great fucking movie. fun, man. Uh, There's Tur- the Saigon whore that bit <laughs> off my nose. <laughs> In the land of the skunks, the man with one nose is king. <laughs> uh, grumpy old men, uh, Terminal Velocity. A couple other ones on here. The Faculty. He was great. The Perfect Storm. I'm not sure who he played. And then the man who wasn't there, he was also in that, man. Christian McDonald, really great actor. A lot of those things. This next guy, man, this is another actor very similar to our uh, to Marshall Bell that I don't think a lot of people know him by uh, his name, but you know him if you look at his face, man. And that's the great Art LaFleur. Art LaFleur has been in 166 flicks. whole bunch of uh, great movies in here. Uh, there's so many different ones that I think of him from. I'm wondering if... Uh, the the main boss or the ma- the captain from Cobra is where a lot of my mind uh, goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Air America was my favorite thing. He was he great was in Air America. He, he was, was one of the other pilots yeah. in the other plane. Who, they were the who, taunt back. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, oh. who, he walked around with the baseball bat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. He just oh. taunted uh, Robert Downey Jr. in yeah. that. Yeah, he was so good. Uh, I don't know if anyone here remembers Hollywood Nights. I watched it super young at Eric's house, and we weren't supposed to watch it. It was Cheryl's, our, my aunt's, one of her favorite comedies because it just had so much nudity in it. It was like um, American... <laughs> Nothing equals comedy. Well, it was like American... <laughs> if it, was, it was like American Graffiti if it was raunchy and there was a lot of uh, nudity so, in like it. So, so it was more like Revenge of the Nerds or Porky's before that, but it was Robert, uh, Robert Wall was the main guy. But there was a whole bunch of those actors, and Art LaFleur was one of me. Looked super young in that movie. One of the great ones, and I'm pretty sure it's The Blob, where he played the uh, the pharmacist, and the guy. Uh, there was a guy who was buying condoms for his friend, mm. and he didn't realize the pharmacist was the daughter for the guy. His, oh, shit. He didn't realize that, so he had to uh, buy condoms, and he looked at it, and he's like, you better take care of yourself, boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see him getting angry when he figured it out. Uh, do you remember the wrong guys? That needed to be mentioned here, man. The Louis Anderson one where they, no. where, they, where the adults came back to be Boy Scouts, and it had Richard Belzer. It had... Uh, Sounds funny What's already. the really neurotic... Uh, guy, Richard Jenny, Richard, Not, is Richard, it? no, Richard Lewis, Richard Lewis. Yeah. So Richard Lewis, it had uh, Louis Anderson. He's exhausted. I think I, uh, I think it had Larry Miller in it too, and they all came back, and it was just so funny, man. I think I do remember. They played that. it a lot on like HBO, but I didn't yeah. see it a whole uh, lot. Yeah, that Blob remake, uh, remake, dude. They're they're doing a great remastering job on Blu-ray right now. I loved it. If you rewatch that movie, those special effects hold up like crazy. Oh, they were great back in the oh, day. Oh man, it was when like that thing it was like, like swallowed people. Your, yeah, uh, like, oh your, dude, right down to your bone or that, when it went over I, that guy's face. I remember being a kid and watching that, and that movie scaring yeah. the shit out of me. Um, I remember him being the babe yep. in uh, the Sandlot. Yep, that was a cool. And he scene. also played a baseball player in Field of Dreams. He yep. was one of the uh, baseball players oh, that yeah, came back. That's right. Yep. Uh, Oscar, Oscar, he was one of the. Uh, he was one Eric, of the cops. He was with yeah, Red Foreman. That's right. He was with Red Foreman in that whole thing. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Here he comes with another bag. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he wasn't a big baseball fan because there's literally like the four. There's like four baseball movies on here. I mean, he did Mr. Baseball, I bet if you the Sandlot, up his Field wiki, of Dreams. He, 
Played some baseball. Because even in Air America, he, he carried that baseball bat around the whole time. So He's a it's interesting. Fan. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Maverick, he falls right in with that man. I, Art LaFleur is the type of guy that could have easily stepped into all the roles. Peter I'm trying Jason to think did. of who he was. Peter in Jason Maverick. and Art LaFleur were very similar. He was a big dude, though. Like, had oh, yeah. a big presence. Oh, yeah. He, had, he was thick, man. He'd take somebody out. And he didn't do a lot of physical roles, no. though. But he just was, had that intimidating one. Yeah. What, I'm, movie? I'm trying to think of who he was in Maverick. Yeah, you know that movie a little bit more than me. He must have been one of the card players. He was at one of the, the final cowboys. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah, exactly. He right. wore a hat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that much I can guarantee. Hostage, man, and Hostage was a great flick, man. And we haven't talked about that at all. That's that Bruce Willis one. Uh, I'm not sure. Remember, remember uh, they snatch his uh, kid. They snatched. They they took over Kevin Pollock's house. Remember the kid from uh, that really great actor who became oh. huge. Uh, the goth kid was in it. Yeah, but he was, remember who he became, uh, uh, ben, ben Foster. Ben Foster, yeah. one of the best male actors working yeah. today. Oh, yeah, if you, absolutely. If you can get this guy, he gives you something. Yeah, Ben Foster is something next level. Is that the guy from There Will Be Blood? Uh, no, it's the no. guy from Hell or High Water. Oh. The, but it's also the, the guy reckless from... Reckless guy, the it's reckless also brother. From the, yeah. the guy from with, uh, with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah, the okay. Alpha Dog. Yeah, 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 he was I crazy in Alpha Dog. Crazy, Nazi but he was super young in uh, in Hostage Man, and uh, that was a great movie because remember that that little kid was the one running yeah. through all the uh, the duck work. Like the and house was sort of set up to be. It was set up to as be his like clubhouse or something like that, and then he was going outdoors. It was a great scene where Beg Foster got stabbed in the mouth, and you could see it go out the other side. Oh, it was crazy, man. All right, this next guy. I always say his name wrong, so uh, why stop now? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Elias is how you say his first yep. name, but the, the I've heard the last name said in so different ways. Cotaeus. I want to I want to say Cotius, but I think it is Cotius. Cotius, uh, and he did 89 flicks, Greek. man. And this guy's very recognizable. I'm just going to say Cotius. <laughs> just be different. Just, just cover different. all the gamuts. Yeah. One of us is right. Because <laughs> we've said right. Cotius before, so like that's that name. That we should have got it right somewhere between take all. Take to of Twitter us. if you got problems. <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy is subtly a great actor. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he should be something bigger than yeah, he is. Absolutely, because yeah, he I gives you a performance as a minor character. He's in two of my favorite movies yep. of all time: Thin Red Line and uh, Zodiac. Zodiac. And Zodiac, he just played a cop yep. in another precinct. Um, and. Uh, the, when uh, Jill and Holly go and remember they do the fast cutting section yeah there's so many movies I remember him from but the two that go back to my memory a lot is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles he mm. played Casey Jones and The Prophecy Man he was the uh, the kind of black slidden ex-priest who was a detective who was trying to figure out that was the one with Christopher Walken yeah yeah uh, uh, Eric Stoltz comes down. He's like an angel who comes down to earth because the worst soul ever has just died. Some Nazi scumbag. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to get that soul before Christopher Walken, who's coming up from hell, grabs the soul. Right. Remember, he, he actually opens the guy's mouth and sucks the soul in. But oh, then Eric know. Stoltz kisses that little girl and puts it in her mouth. Huh. And uh, Elias has to be the detective to actually figure it out. And he has like a ministry background, so it really helps him in that whole thing, man. Hell. Oh, yeah. What do you go to when you think of him? Um, let's see. Actually, I really liked him in Fallen. He wasn't. He didn't have a very long. He was the role. original killer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was just. He was good at that. And so know. many of these. Curious case of Benjamin Buttons. He was. He was really good in that too. But he I was loved good him in Shooter. In Let me in. He was the. He was the cop and Let me in. That remember he had. Uh, he was at the hospital where Richard Jenkins jumped out that window mm-hmm. after Richard Jenkins got burned. So he was. He had that great look. By the, by the time Zodiac. Uh, happened he kind of uh, cultivated his look where he's got like the sideburns and the rough beard and everything uh two other movies on here that i love that we haven't mentioned is crash this is the cronenberg crash not mm. the uh the newer version do you remember what he played in that i don't he was the one that 
uh, Crash was a movie about people getting off over car crashes. Yeah. Like they'd sit in the back and uh, either during the crash or after the crash, they would have sex like furiously and they huh. got off of it. It was very strange. But he did the scene that reenacted the James Dean oh, yeah, crash yeah, yeah, yeah. every night. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so he just puts his gear on, he puts his head and he just slams to against, against a wall. Jesus. And, and all right, show's tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> and it was insane to watch that's him a, do. That's not a sustainable gig, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, at Pupil, you remember him? Oh, yeah. He was the homeless guy he that he brought back guy. to the house. Yeah. What a creepy scene oh, that was. Oh, God, because you, you saw... Because uh, you knew it was going to happen. Brad, Brad Renfro was bringing up all the... Do you remember App Pupil? Never uh, saw Brad it. Renfro, oh, you'd love it, dude. It's a Stephen, based on a Stephen King story. It's really creepy. It's really mm. creepy. Brad Renfro finds out somebody in town, played by Ian McKellen, is an ex-Nazi. And like a bad So he shows up at his like, house, and you think... <laughs> like <laughs> good Nazis? <laughs> I mean, like a bad man. I wasn't going to say Not just a word. member of the Nazi party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to clarify my Yeah, yeah, No, like practicing, like surgeries, taking people's yeah, yeah. On their legs and stuff. Let's weird, weird put shit. this here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you think Brad Renfold's gonna uh, kind of turn him in, and but Brad Renfold just wants to hear him tell the fucked up stories. Yeah. And you see, it's it's right. difficult to watch because Brad Renfold. You he's kind of into it. Well, there's a couple. And then he sees a couple animals. There's a couple, animal, there's a couple like animal deaths. Yeah, where you I can't see take Brad, those. Brad Renfold kills a bird, and then you see. Once Ian McKellen starts telling these stories again, it starts bringing it to the surface. And so at first you see Ian McKellen uh, try to kill the cat. I think it's scratched yeah, and it got away. Yeah, yeah. But then he invited Elias Codius into the house as this like sweet homeless guy that can't believe that he's just getting a meal. He's getting alcohol. Or something. And then Ian McKellen just starts choking his ass out and trying to stick his uh, stick him in the oven and shit like that. And you're Jesus. like, wow. Uh, what else mentioned on here? He Shutter good. Island, he was great. He had that makeup with that like uh, milky eye. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shooter, he was a good bad guy in that. Yeah, I never saw Shooter. I know it was a That's big a movie. That's a good movie. On there. Yeah, the, yeah uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Well, yeah, I'll have to go back and check that out. There's one in particular scene that's just like, oh, it's so creepy. Huh. Yeah, like, oh, it's I'll just... definitely have to check it out. Uh, the other, the last movie on here that we mentioned is Desperate Hours, which I loved it, which was based on the. Uh, it was a remake of Humphrey Bogart movie where a bunch of criminals had to take over this person's house and just stay there and lay low while the cops were looking for him. Well, the remake had Mickey Rourke. Uh, it had Mickey Rourke, Anthony Hopkins was the homeowner, and Mickey Rourke came in there, gotcha. and they had uh, Kelly Lynch was in it. It was really good. All right, this next guy, and this guy also has a unique, not only a unique look, but he's got a unique name for sure, and this is Bokeem Woodbine, man. Yeah. It's easy to say, though. It is once you once you see it and you know who you're talking about, but and it's fun to say. Go ahead, Justin, <laughs> say it. Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> did, did you hear that uh, Samuel Jackson is doing a lot of that? Yes, dude. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> that almost makes I'm waiting what little. again, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, Snoop to do it because he Snoop did oh, the Tom man, Tom the, one. Yeah, I remember. And that. He also for, did the National Geographic little. Oh shorts. yes, look, oh, at, that, that's look awesome. at that little animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Wood uh, Woodkeem did 101 movies on here, which uh, is crazy because. Because I can only remember two. Really? Oh, I mean, there's a couple his favorite thing really he like. ever did is not for to me is not even a movie. Yeah, it, it was that uh, Fargo. Uh, Fargo. The Fargo he was TV so series. He was really unbelievable in that role. It was, what do you think of him in the movies though? I, I mean, I I would say The Rock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Three Thousand Miles of Graceland are the only two things I remember him from because I didn't see. The, uh, I liked Ray, him in the, I liked him in the Total, Total Recall remake. I, I liked him. Was, as you know, Reddick's I saw the first. That. Of those movies? No, that was yeah, Pitch so Black. I didn't see that so it was either. the second one. How about you, Justin? What do you think of? You know, it's funny. I again, and I absolutely know who he is. Uh, of these, like I'm, ha- I always just kind of picture him as either like a hitman or, or a, a soldier, yeah. or yeah, you know what I mean, something like that. Um, he just plays those roles really, really well. 
you put a movie on here? He isn't even released. He was yet. in life. Mm-hmm. I hear that movie's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he went there. <laughs> I was fucking with you. All right, Dead Presence. You remember Dead Presence? That was a fun oh yeah, that's a fucking ass movie. movie, man. That it was, was like a, a. It was like a bank robbery or no, something. No, it was like it was like an epic movie that you saw these guys growing up together. Then you saw them go to Vietnam. You know, and during Vietnam, they became these like kind of vicious, violent people. Yeah. And then uh, when he came back, they couldn't get any jobs or anything. So that him and his platoon kind of re- reconnected and they became uh, uh, bank, bank robbers, robbers. Yeah. with awesome like Matt. Was it masks no, they or was it painted their faces? Painted their faces? Yeah. Do you remember that cover for it? And they had the face and it was a side shot with his gun. Like, yeah, stared up, absolutely. Man. man, it was really now good. That scene, which they uh, they make fun of in Half-Baked, you know, but there's that scene where um, the main character, I, I don't think it's Bokeem in that movie, though. He's one of the members, but he's not the main character. But he hops out like he comes out of a dumpster. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. shooting two guns at the cops. You know what I mean? It was a great flick, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it forever. But, but, really but in Half-Baked, um, what's his name? Cuban B. Uh, uh, Guillermo uh, uh, Diaz. Yeah. He'll always just be cute. He, he paints. Yeah, I know, right? He paints yeah, his face right, like right, that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot and about that. End, oh, he, the mime. He hops out of the... Yeah. <laughs> So he funny. hops out of the trash can. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, I loved him in The Big Hit. The Big Hit was one of those movies that I thought wasn't appreciated with Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips. It was it was a straight-up comedy, but it was also a straight-up action film. It, but it was silly. It was almost... It wasn't quite as funny as like or that level of slapstick like hot shots but it was pretty close and i think a lot of people had issues with it but i thought it was great which one uh the big hit the big hit it was I, fun i think i always get that one confused with um the the robbery movie uh where they have all the mini coopers and it's oh. uh, mark oh, Wahlberg oh, and yeah what the Edward hell is Norton. that uh, the italian job the italian job yeah. which is a remake, a remake of uh michael Kane movie. Yeah. Michael Kane. <laughs> he was great in Total Recall. Have you seen Robert Loja? <laughs> did you see the remake of uh, Total Recall? I did. Um, I don't recall it, though. Uh, <laughs> I, th- there was parts of it that I don't recall, uh, but I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say the recall. I'm hoping it happens where I'm wild talking about Do you recall what he was I, I, I don't totally recall it. <laughs> but his character was, remember the guy that worked in the uh, in the original one that worked at the uh, concrete the place? No, at the concrete place with Arnold when he was trying to decide if he wanted to go to uh, Total Recall. He says, don't go there, man. They'll yeah. butcher your brain right, and yeah. everything. And then when things switched, okay. he was the first one that came at him with a gun. I told you not to blab, but oh, you blabbed yeah. Yeah. about Mars and what that was weird, the exact what a crazy movie because yeah. you never really knew right no yeah. no yeah. that was great that was what Paul Verhoeven was really good at but Total Recall did a lot of the, the remake of it did a lot of stuff that I thought was interesting they did something that would core into the, like uh, the planet and everything that they were trying to stop it was more than just the air thing they went more in that and Brian Cranston was the bad guy if, if the first one didn't exist I think people wouldn't have as much of a problem with it uh, but I have no problem going between. If I knew Mars had <coughs> air, I would try to strip all its natural resources before I told anybody to. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, man. He played one of the guys that was working with uh, Michael Keaton. He was Remember they killed the first Scorpion? Yeah, he kind of went rogue. Is it Scorpion? Was that the name of him? or He put the thing on his arm and he would shoot that, yeah, uh, that yeah, thing yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, remember, I, he, uh, Michael Keaton threw it at him sometime and said, you're the new whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. 
Uh, he must have been someone in the elevator in the movie Devil. Yeah, um, he was. He was. <laughs> yeah, everyone was, was in the elevator. elevator. Yeah, he was. Um, they like what a tough shoot in Miami. Yeah, right. Seriously. I had such high hopes for that movie. That movie sucked. Yeah, well, it, was it still wasn't good. But they kind of like, in my opinion, directed you towards him. Yeah, like yeah. you know, even by the trailer, you could like, oh, yeah, you know, they want uh, it to be wood, yeah. which is uh, which is good. Uh, for an actor, but every once in a while you have to just put him in there to distract. Right, yeah. And you just, after a while you don't know who it is. I never saw that Overlord, but I hear some amazing, who insane stuff. I've never even well, heard of it. Bokeem Woodbine. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Give me something else. It's like Wolfenstein. The trailer oh, looked just like Wolfenstein. Like video game? Yeah. What? It, uh, yeah, it looked just like Wolfenstein. Yeah. And the trailer is insane. Like, this movie looks like it could be. Oh, wait. Be. You know what? I think I might have seen that. I hear it's insane. I think it might have sucked. In like, uh, it I did. I did see it. It, it wasn't good, huh? It looked Violent yeah. as hell. Wolfenstein I, was so good at the time that I would hurt myself to play it. Uh, like after a while, you'd get vertigo. I, was, I wasn't as good huh. with that uh, POV type stuff, man. I wanted to see my guy. I do. No, I believe me. I, I'm a. I'm a. Is it second person where you're just behind your guy? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what I'd rather have. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't mind if they they let you twitch out, which yeah. is great. Which is what I they should do. That. Um, we need to play some conf- this last, conflict. Put yeah. that down on <laughs> This <laughs> last flick I had to put on here, man, because I was just too excited not to. That's awesome. And this is 2020's Ghostbusters 2020. I guess he plays, I think he plays a cop. I think when I looked it up, it said office or something. So I'm just thrilled that he's in it and they're casting a lot of the great actors for that new Ghostbusters. Well, he'll probably be one of the people that they pass it on to then. Or he could be related to, uh, um, uh, what's his name's character? Yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. That would be an interesting way to do it. Uh, all right, this next guy. Oh, I love this next guy. Never man. heard of him. Never heard of him. This is one of my favorites, and I have a particular reason why he's one of my favorites, and this is the amazing Victor Wong, the great Egg Shen from Big Trouble in Little China. That's normally wherever I go with it, but he's done a lot of great roles. Is uh, he still with us? No. Uh, so so I have a story I can tell about him. If, <laughs> I could tell it until Please do. Really? No, go ahead. I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll fill you in when you get to the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm excited. Is it Big Trouble? Because I'm about to start. Nope, with it. it was not. All right, Big Trouble Little China, man. He really kind of was the the thread. He was the elder kind of in that whole movie that kind of directed everyone. He always knew more about what was going on than everyone else, yeah. and he had these great abilities. He was one the of my, sorcerer. Yeah, he was man. the sorcerer. Yeah. One of my favorite things, and I was going to use it for the opening of this episode, but it was too damn long, uh, so I didn't do it. Was the uh, was the opening of Big Trouble in Little China when the guy's talking about uh, what has already occurred, uh-huh. and oh, he was yeah, yeah. like, "Let's let's get to the bottom of this." He says, "You you believe in magic and sorcery?" He says, "Oh yeah." yeah. He, he says, "How show me? How can I learn this?" And he opens his hands, and lightning comes right out of his hands. Yeah. It's yeah. really contained, and he's like, "You see that? That was nothing. But yeah. That's where it always begins." Yeah. Ah, oh, God, man. Uh, and one of my favorite lines is, "How'd you get up there? Wasn't easy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he played. Yeah, he was great. I mean, is that where all you guys oh, no, go wait first, or you, th- you think of something else before that? That story is not him. Oh, okay. He was going to slander <laughs> some shit. I know. Oh, Who was it again? Dead guy. Who was it? Wait a minute. Maybe it was him. <laughs> what movie? Oh, we've already knew. Hold on. Okay. Continue well, your it's discussion. It's a big secret. Okay, yeah, just, right? What do you think? Um, let's see. I, Dude, I love I him in The Golden <laughs> Child, man. Like, No, I. that was 100. <laughs> that was 100. <laughs> do you speak English? Yeah, yeah, pretty good, asshole. So what? Anyone <laughs> <laughs> so like, see a naked Tibetan guy yeah. around, around here with a bunch of boogers in his coat? <laughs> and he's I love also, how he switched that yeah, character and, too. Well, and then he's also the one that's like, let him ask, you yeah. know? And he's like, I, 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 I want the knife. <laughs> let him ask again. Uh, 
Dun. Please. <laughs> uh, Year of the Dragon. I was. I'm probably the biggest champion for that movie. It's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time, and for no other reason than I just thought it was well told. I love the uh, Chinatown aspect to it with Mickey Rourke, and he pl- he played the head of the kind of the uh, the elder group of uh, Chinese kind of people that are being kind of overtaken by the new young bloods that were in town, and he was really great in it. What you got for us, Dave? It isn't the guy, oh, it is. Oh. but it is the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Which it's one? The the head bad guy. Oh, uh, James Hong. James Hong. James Hong, yeah. No, what about Not him? Victor Wong, James Hong. Oh, you still want to know the story? Sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, you built it. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, nah, I'm not interested. When we were, I might know when we were working with okay. the MTV dude yeah. here in town, the first AD yeah, yeah. that was out of New York, he... Everybody that becomes almost famous in the business just has to tell you everything they've been yeah, yeah, yeah. doing. And all the dirt they know. All the dirt they yeah. know. And he, and I said, so what was the kind of the wackiest, craziest thing you ever did? He said, I worked on the set of, uh, it was what I'm trying to figure out. I don't have hit that one dude's list of yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. but it was on a set. And he said, my entire job was to sneak his mistresses in and make sure his <laughs> wife didn't find out. Oh. And this guy, in the time, was in his 60s oh, yeah, or 70s. Probably wow, even older than that. Dude. <laughs> like, wow. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Victor Wong, though. Yeah. I, I love he is in one of my top 25 favorite movies of all time. This Tremors. Movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tremors. Traps up yeah. fucking lootly, man. Graboids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he buys the snakeoids. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pure uh, capitalist, man. Oh, yeah. Charging five, five bucks, bucks for, for the photos, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him in Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness, the other uh, John Carpenter movie he did, he was the head professor that brought everyone together to kind of do this investigative work on this green, like, slime that was had this real evil kind of thing that was taking over. He was really great in it. I also loved him in uh, a lot of people in the 90s remember him from Three Ninjas. I just you know? realized, yeah. Like, he's the grandfather. Yeah. And I think he was in all of them, too. I think he was Three in all of them. Three Ninjas kids, right? Yeah, the Three yeah. Ninjas. That was a good movie. It was. The first one was great. Yeah. Was it? The oh, second one right. was Kickback. Yeah. And then Three Ninjas Where are those three? kids now? Oh, God, know. they're all adults for sure. That's for damn cool. He was the grandfather, though, and he was doing some moves in that movie still. Oh, yeah. Nope. I loved him in Seven Years in Tibet. He was also the head of the uh, kind of the Tibetan uh, kind of uh, elders there that ended up getting kicked out when China took over. Uh, it was really, really good in it. Uh, I was. I don't other remember movies, him in The Last Emperor. Last Emperor, I have only seen that like once. I loved it. I remember more of John Lone's stuff in that, though. Mm. Uh, Shanghai Surprise, I had to put it on here because where else is it going to get mentioned? <laughs> 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 that was that horrible piece of shit. Uh, that was that piece of shit Sean Penn and Madonna movie uh, that was uh, on there. Um, I, I saw it once. It was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who was jo- he in the Joy Luck Club? Was Joy Luck Club, he had to been one of the dads. No, Joy yeah, Luck Club was that, was that uh, period piece with the, the Asian uh, families. Okay, what am I thinking? <laughs> Different movie. Different <laughs> movie. <laughs> he could have been a bartender. Yeah. Uh, Jade. I don't remember who he was in Jade, but I man, I love Jade. That was that really great one with uh, Did what's the guy from CSI. Uh, no, the Miami one. Yeah, the redheaded guy. Yeah, the redheaded guy. I can't oh, think of David, Blood. David, David Russo. Uh, Russo. David Caruso. He was in it, and he was trying. Did to... Did it have uh, that crazy cover? Yeah, with Linda Tarantino getting eaten out. Yeah, 
Like you couldn't tell what she you couldn't was, tell what it was until you saw, saw the movie, movie, and you're like, "Oh, that's the scene where she, she was." Her <laughs> hand was up against the wall, and she was and like, she was that, like and "You only saw from here up." And in the movie, there was somebody on the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought it was ballsy. I think it was William Freakin had done that too. He's a good man. All right, so this next guy here, and this is a guy that a lot of people know, certainly for one movie in particular that you see every year around December, uh, over and over again. Uh, you'll remember who this is, and this is the great John Hurd. He's done 180 flicks. So where does your mind go when you think John Hurd? Is that the December movie? <laughs> Instantly to him running through the airport in Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved him in Home Alone. I, there's a lot that I remember him from, uh, though. How about you, Dave? Um, Probably more so than you guys because there's a couple on here that... The, the Pelican Brief, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, man. Yeah, I totally forgot about him in Snake Eyes. Um uh, big, alone, big's a big one. I mean, big he played. Is a big, he big played, is a yeah. big one. He played the. He played <laughs> the asshole. Don't you recall? I remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he played the asshole in Big Man. But I always oh, that's think right. Uh, me and Dave just saw him in After Hours just like a month ago. Remember, he was the bartender. That uh, remember what's his name was going to go grab his keys. Okay, he, yeah, he yeah. was opening mm-hmm. the bar and yep. he, he looked completely different. But I remember him from Chud too, man. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. I was about to ask you what that yep. stood oh, for. Oh yeah, Chud, man, Chud's the shit. He also was in Cat People, which is a weird freaking movie with Malcolm McDowell. That was a weird really, really weird. Really weird. Uh, one of the movies on here that a lot of people don't appreciate, and I thought or even know about probably, and it was a time period where. Thrillers were huge. Was that 1991 uh, flick Deceived? Do you remember what that is? I don't. He mm-hmm. is in a uh, marriage with Goldie Hawn, and huh. uh, his car goes over the cliff, and he dies. He doesn't die. She's doing these. This back, she backtracks and does this research and connects this thing with this thing and realizes that he's completely. He's doing a skip of start, Started a completely different life and had Gone stolen guy. money from everything and already had been set up. She ended up tracing it all the way back to his new wife, who's been with him for fucking years wow. and everything too. And he's just like this complete scumbag. And I always thought Could've it was just awesome, it. man. It ain't working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it would have been easy. He he is also some guy that. He plays li- really likable characters, and he can play dickheads like he did in Big, but he also did that in Awakenings. He was the one that was kind of always up against Robin Williams, and this isn't working, and you can't give these guys this testing, this new uh, uh, kind of serum on them and do that. Uh, the Package was another movie that we don't – it doesn't get enough love on here, and it really should. That Gene Hackman movie? Man, you've seen that one? Uh, and I've seen it recently. <clears throat> Gene Hackman is uh, transporting a prisoner, calling him his package. And it's uh, Tommy Lee Jones. And at some point, Tommy Jones gives him a sl- gives him the slip. Mm. So the rest of the movie, Gene Hackman has to find Tommy Lee Jones. Not He doesn't realize that Tommy Lee Jones is an assassin that's about to uh, kill the president. Oh, fuck. So he really needs to find him. <laughs> and, it, and it was this really Talk about losing the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the whole thing so was. That's some serial killer. Yeah. And it, he was a sniper, too, and it went all the way down to the end and everything. But John Hurd played one of the military guys, and then he was really great in it. Uh, but yeah, him in the Home Alone, I mean, him opposite uh, Captain O'Hara were just, uh, were just awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, who would forget their kid? Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the bigger question. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I would start to get some issues after that. Be like, what no, the you, fuck? Get more, you don't get any more kids. Yeah. 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 He looks like he does pretty well. In they had it up already. <laughs> Use condoms, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other movies on here In the Line of Fire great fucking movie man. almost saw it this week yeah oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't get to it real huh? close <laughs> we're working it on something super else super close 
uh, my fellow Americans. That was that great. Who uh, was it? Jack Lemmon and uh, oh yeah, uh, James Gardner. Yes, was like, yeah, politician. Yeah, it was politician. Once was a president and all, all <laughs> stuff going on. What, what was the um, the song that they sang? Oh, I can't remember. I've only seen this once. Oh man, fellow Americans. Was it, it as was good like, as Wag the Dog? It was like, all hail recall. the president, because he's the president and he's hailing. <laughs> he is the president, so everybody hail him. Like. All right. He wrote these lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> all right, this next guy, man. These, we got three guys left here, and they're all they're all awesome, man. Three of my favorites. This first guy here, very unique, man. If you look up his face, and he's got a unique name, unique face, and this is the great MC Ganey. It sounds like he should be a local DJ. Yeah. MC Ganey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got one. Eight. I, I get it now. And he's got the <laughs> like he's a, got the murder. The MC was clever, but <laughs> he's got the murder code for his uh, movie number two. MC Ganey one eight seven. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, I love MC Ganey. There's a lot I think of when I uh, think of him, but unfortunately, my mind almost always goes to Lost first because he played one of the the alternate group that come on on that first season and steal that little kid at the oh, end, the what? very end of the season. You on can what? see on. The show Lost, oh, the show where he grabs Lost. that little kid Walter yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and kidnaps yeah, yeah, yeah. him. But there's a lot on here. Uh, most notably to me is an innocent man. He played the guy that was with F. Murray Abraham and Tom Selleck that was a prisoner with him and kind of helped him through mm-hmm. what was going on. I Con think Air, he was... Con Air, he was the pilot. I think that's where most people really got a great uh, shot of who M.C. Ganey was and how he, he had that really... He had a look where he was he was definitely could play a thug or a motorcycle guy or a redneck or something. Who was he in Wonderland? That that movie sub you probably have to uh, look up because Wonderland. It seems like he might even have played one of the cops in that. It's one of those movies I own that doesn't play halfway. No, through. that mine didn't. Remember? Was it yours? Oh, maybe play? I gave it to you and said, "Hey, try to see if you can make yeah, it work." Yeah, and I think it, that it was it because I really I wanted to see Blu-ray that player. movie again because I tried that, uh, that scene when they go and rob yeah. the house. Ah. It was violent and intense. It's, it's really crazy. Great. I have to buy a new Blu-ray player this week. Right. I tried to play John Wick too. What are they going for and it now? Just, Seventy shit. bucks. Is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. They're going to start going up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Oh, I should buy two. <laughs> but yeah. uh, really, oh, really, I, I, I should no, just I, buy a Sony PlayStation. Dude, I went to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think you'll always be able to play them on your laptop. But Sony you PlayStation. Want, no, they're they're or taking PlayStation. they're so taking like, disc yeah. drives out of laptops. Uh, PlayStation um, Four and Three, you could always play yeah. on. Well, that's the thing is, I have a PS3, and I went and bought Avengers, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch this," and I put it on, and my PS3 isn't playing Blu-rays, oh, oh no. and like I tried everything I could to. Maybe it's all know. breaking down at the same time. Did I tell you, <laughs> I told you, did I tell you, I got a new laptop, so all the oh, no. movies that didn't work for me before they work, they work now. Oh, oh awesome. nice, yeah, yeah, because I put John Wick Two in, and it just like it was like the fan was. Uh-huh. I, I tried to put something under it. It didn't it work. really didn't want to play too. Yeah. Well, and I thought that's what it is, but then I put Big Trouble Little China in it to try to uh, uh, see a clip that from Victor Wong, and it did the same thing. I said, this must be Blu-ray play, uh, Blu-rays because I know my Big Trouble. Even I mean, though it is one of the most played Blu-rays I have, it, I definitely should play. Right. All right, so let's go back to MC Ganey. Uh, were you going to say something nope. about him? Nope. Oh, I thought you had looked up. <laughs> you were about to say. Oh, was I, he in Beer Fest? That's what I was looking up. Oh, okay. Um, in uh, Beer Fest, he's the priest. I'm trying to remember who that is. Um, Dango Unchained, I remember. Yeah, he was the asshole that had the... He was like... He had like... 
didn't he staple like playing cards to his own uh, chest so. and everything? Because then when uh, uh, what's his name? He played one of the Riddle Brothers that uh, yeah. or Brittle oh, Brothers yeah. when he showed up at the farm. Yeah, he I liked the way you die. Yeah, he's yeah. the one with the whip. Oh, he yeah. was the big guy with the whip. Oh man, <clears throat> I loved him in uh, Breakdown. Do you remember Breakdown? I don't. There's a movie I'm going to be talking about in next week's pod that's very similar to Breakdown. But Breakdown was the one where it's uh, Kurt, Russell Kurt Russell, okay, and his he wife goes to the restaurant. Uh, no, and his uh, well, it's him and his wife. Breakdown. Uh, on the side of the road, and his wife is the uh, the woman from Apollo thirteen and from the Doors, mm-hmm. the one that the Wiccan girl that marries him. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen Quinlan. Quinlan. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and foods that start with the letter I want to say it either happens one way or another. Peach. I th- I think he either stays at the vehicle and she goes to the diner, or no, he goes to the diner. he goes to the diner. Okay. Never. And then he never comes, leave. Yeah, never your wife separate. anywhere. Yeah. And that was the thing. He was thinking someone was going to show up and they would help the car, but they foolishly, I would never leave my wife in that situation. Yeah. You should have went together. Overstay. Yeah. Because when he came back, she was missing, and the whole rest of the movie was trying to find out what happened. And everyone was shady. JT Walsh was in this movie yeah. shady. MC Ganey. They did a, one of those uh, good jobs of making everybody look suspicious. Yeah. And then he ended up <laughs> going to that barn at the end and finding different stuff. Oh man, it was so, a really good movie. A little over twenty years ago, my <laughs> dad. You? <laughs> my dad. My dad went into this like antique car buying phase, and he bought like ten fucking awesome antique cars. He had some crazy ones from the twenties too. Yeah, those are. Yeah, you've seen them. Um, so one day he had bought this uh, thirty-four Ford, and he was taking my buddy and I for a ride in it, and we fucking ran out of gas Ooh. on one end of like Newberry Road side of Parker Road. And he's like, okay, boys. And, dude, we're like 13, something like that. He's like, you stay here, and I'm going to go get gas, you know? What time of day You know people are going to stop for 13-year-olds in a car, too. Dude, what time of day? It was probably like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We sat there until like 6.30. How many? Nobody came by. N- nobody stopped. Nobody. Really? Well, nothing. And <laughs> to go to go to a bar dude, or something. No, dude. And <laughs> so some sandwiches. And so like at, that's a dick move. We, I could have walked back here. No, and that's the thing is we were like, well, fuck it. We'll just walk to the gas station and yeah. we'll see him on the way back. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we walked to the gas station. He's we walked all the way down Parker Road. How long Road. did the gas station walk take he, you? Like two hours. Yeah. So conceivably know? he would have been on his way back. Yeah, absolutely. Later. We got to the gas station. Nobody had seen him. Nothing. You know what I mean? What was his thing? What did he say? He went and he fucking called somebody to come pick him up. Took him to his house and he was like having a bite to eat and like doing shit around the house. We had to call my buddy's what? mom. We had to call my buddy's mom to come and fucking pick us up and bring us home and like. Yeah, he just left us sitting on the side of the road. Father, the first Victor Wong and (laughs) James Hong. (laughs) Sorry, Victor. (laughs) No, James. (laughs) No, sorry, Victor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, A couple other flicks on there we should mention. Time after time, really young. I remember that he was in that movie. I just recently watched it. That was the one where uh, H.G. Wells and Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper took H.G. Wells' time machine and went back in time with it and everything. And MCG played this like security guard, I think, in it. Starman, great friggin' movie. I wonder if he. He's one what of the guys. I think he's one of the guys at the bar. Remember when the that had the uh, the deer up. on the front mm-hmm. of the hood and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. problems. He made that uh, deer come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him as Soul Man. Do you remember that movie with C. Thomas Hall paints himself black to get? I don't into think you get away with that. Oh, yeah, I don't wow. think you can get away with that movie yeah, anymore. But I uh, about that yeah, one. you're definitely not going to get it for a good reason. I suppose. you don't see C. Thomas Hall tweeting that movie about yeah, on Twitter. No. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. I couldn't imagine him playing anyone but like one of the parents. 
in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen Mighty Ducks in forever. The Cooler. The Cooler was a good movie, man, with William H. Macy. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, was vaguely. it Alec Baldwin hired William H. Macy to hang out with uh, people that were being really uh, had good luck at on hot, luck, streak. at, on hot yeah. and, and he would come in and they would fucking lose. They lose, like, man. It's such it's a, a weird job, concept for a movie. Club Dread, he was right next to Bill Paxton. He was like Bill Paxton's right-hand man in like uh Oh, Club that's Dread. right. The, uh, the brothers. I yeah, forgot. he was really good, man. I'm a believer. I'm <laughs> like a Jimmy believer. Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. Why does this shit happen to Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. <laughs> Dukes of Hazards. I'm wondering who he plays. I'm wondering if he plays... I, I think he plays Roscoe Pico Train. I that. think so. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. <laughs> uh, oh, so good, man. Yeah, look up MC Ganey. He has that, vo- uh, that face that you'll recognize immediately. And I'm pretty sure he's doing a rave around the corner <laughs> check him out the latest club <laughs> my uh, my girl just to go off subject for a second my girl just uh, she had saved a uh, clip uh, one of the musical acts that played on the end of Ellen she's like it's a it's like a punk band from Iceland and I was like uh, she's here because we're, we're about to go to Iceland so you should check it out because they're, they're a huge punk scene over there and I wait, listen I was like oh man this is awesome it's called Of Monsters and Men which is a line from the Frankenstein uh, movie and uh, they were a badass female singer, some really great punk. And they're playing like the week after we go uh, come back from, uh, from oh, wow. and everything. So just missed them. This next actor, one of my favorites, one of the biggest lists on here, 234 friggin' movies. So many of these movies I think of him from, and I, I love him. And uh, I think everyone would recognize me if we pulled up his name, and that's Mike Starr. Yeah. What do you think of bass player of Alice in Chains? (laughs) (laughs) He died a heroin overdose. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, I love this guy. I love this guy. What what do you think of? I I think I know what you think of. It's definitely Rocco from The Last Dragon. Ah, He was so great in The Last Dragon. That's one of his first flicks. Oh yeah. You know what's? uh, This is so like obscure, but for some reason, he to me is kind of like the progression of the importance of like plastic surgery and like. Uh, what's the word where every, aesthetics mm-hmm. um because in the last dragon he barely had any teeth mm-hmm. you know now granted he was probably a starting out actor he yeah, didn't yeah. have a bunch of money but as he got older like yeah. he fixed his teeth and yeah, you yeah. can see it happening through the movies and like now if you see him in something he's got these he's got perfect white <laughs> yeah perfect white teeth whereas in the last dragon he had like very few teeth yeah, yeah. on the front top of his he was, mouth he was the know? muscle he's a big dude yeah. he's a huge wow. dude. What, what do you remember him from um I mean, the first thing I really... I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, but what... Your Dumb initial, and Dumber is great. You want to hear great. the most annoying yeah. in the world? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like, poison him. Like, See, the, they give him the hot sauce. <laughs> he has a hard time. But Ice Harvest... Ice Harvest so was, good, man. Was, had one of my favorite scenes is when they push him in the trunk. They have him in the trunk. Remember, it wouldn't fit in the Cadillac that mm. they got in the backseat of the... Of the, uh, of the uh, yeah. Mercedes. <laughs> and so Billy Bob and what's his name... Drive to uh, the lake. John, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Drive yeah. to the lake. And they're going to push it in the frozen water. He has a gun and he starts shooting. And oh, it he's talking his... through it. Yeah. He's talking through he's the ta- safe. To yeah. The whole he's thing. like, get, when I get out of here, I'm going to kill you. He's like, that looks pretty fucking bleak. Like, well, <laughs> but he's also sh- like uh, messing with their minds. Is, is that what he told you? He says, yeah. why would that make sense? And he's trying to That's put right. doubt in uh, Cusack's head and everything. But he uh, shoots the lock off the thing. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and he's like folded up yeah. in there. It's really, really cool that you would never expect to see somebody folded in there. One of my favorite things in this list, and I always uh, go back to it, is Uncle Buck. He played the drunk clown that showed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he played the drunk clown. He says, you need to know any dildo jokes? I'm the guy. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he, uh, what's his name? John Candy's like, 
get in your mouse and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he punches him in the nose. Oh, oh it was hilarious. But Funny Farm, man, the guy who has to go over the yes. bridge. Just guess you're, your way to Red Button. <laughs> yeah. You're the guy who wrote the map? Yeah. Which is hilarious. He's like, oh, you had to sleep on the floor? <laughs> we had to sleep outside with the bugs. <laughs> And the animals. <laughs> Stay out of our way and shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, I love him I so wish, much. I man. really wish I could remember who he was in Free Jack because anytime we get a. a yeah, we talked about. We, we mentioned it, but we never talked about that. Yeah, yeah, and Emilio yeah. Estevez. And, uh, Anthony Hopkins Anthony and Rene Russo. Yeah. Like, big cast, I, man. I, I need to rewatch it. Mick I'm not Jagger, sure I that's own his it. Name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stones guy. Yeah. guy. He was hey, this is fascinated uh, with films, not fascinated with fuckers on yeah. stage. <laughs> uh, he was in Lean on Me. He was one of the guys that I don't. He wasn't dismissed by uh, uh, what's his name when he came in. Then when Joe came in, he dismissed half the teachers. I think he was yeah. one that kept on board that was that was alongside him. Huh. Uh, call me Batman. Born the Fourth of July. We had just recently watched. I'm not sure who he played. Uh, Goodfellas, I loved him in man as mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Roast Beef. Yep, it's, he's the one. He that was the one that came he was up on the, the inside at the Latanza at the Latanza thing. I loved oh, wow. that, that discussion he had him at the bar. The bar, he says, "Well, who's in charge?" You're looking at him. Right. I'm, I'm the night bag. I'm the night watchman. I'm the night watchman, man. Uh, and uh, he gets killed along with everyone else. I think they show yes. him when the isn't he one of the people that coming out uh, of the coming out of the, uh, the tumbling dumpster, dumpster and tumbling into the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was really good. He was in the bodyguard. I can't imagine him playing anyone but a bodyguard. Yeah, uh, cabin boy. He would play one of those cantankerous old guys that was on the ship. I thought of it some the other day. You you had shared something, and I almost uh, I I forgot about. It. I didn't go back, but you had liked something on Facebook when someone named a ship something. They named it like the Happy Hooker or something. Like oh that. no, that was me. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was gonna share a, a tweet because on uh, or a meme from Cabin Boy because the boat in the Cabin Boy was named uh, the Filthy Whore. Oh yeah, and there's that great scene at the end. He says, "Keep your hands off the Filthy Whore." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Uh, um, one of the best boat names I ever saw. <laughs> so crappy, you know, like a uh, speckled perch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> One day I was pulling up to the boat ramp and there was this guy pulling off and his boat's name was the Crappy Hooker. <laughs> like, fucking great name. <laughs> the Crappy Hooker. I love it. <laughs> That's what made me think of the filthy whore. Yeah. They should hang together, man. It would be yeah. <laughs> All right. We got one guy left on the list. Oh. And this guy... This is the big dude, man, and uh, he's done 145 flicks. He doesn't get appreciated for probably 120 of them. Uh, yeah. even, and that might be generous. I think yeah. the most uh, people he just remember of the, of the last few he had been in. And we really have to thank Quentin Tarantino for kind of boosting him up a little bit after his career was almost uh, gone. Yeah. And that's the late, great Sid Haig. We just lost Sid this week, so we uh, moved him up. He was always on one of the character lists that we were going to do, so I moved That's him up to be able to get on That's our tribute to you. If you croak oh, yeah. and you're on a list six months down the line, yep. boom, boom, right to the front <laughs> line. Welcome to heaven, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's our way. I love Sid Hay. My, uh, my cousin was deeply upset with it. He gets really emotionally attached to some of these uh, actors and people that he likes, so he, it really will ruin his week even hearing about it. So luckily he heard about it before me because I hate to be the guy to have to uh, text him and yeah. ruin his day. And uh, I woke up to that tweet that said, uh, why Sid? And then like a crying face. And I was like, oh, that was it. Yeah. And me and Justin had just seen him in a movie. We just saw Three from Hell. Yeah. And going into it, you didn't realize, and this isn't spoiling anything really, I don't think, but uh, going into it, we didn't realize... Uh, he basically isn't going to be in it. Yeah, he, he was only in it for probably three minutes maybe maybe i yeah. mean he just did a few lines and everything but when you look at him you realize why he wasn't he he he, he 
looks like he's lost about he lost about eighty, maybe a hundred pounds Easily, from the Red they, Devils. They, they would do a couple. He died of, quick, of cancer. N- no, pneumonia. He, he, technically, he died. He, he had a fall, uh, yeah. like three weeks ago or something mm. and then uh, his wife was on Twitter tweeting about it and all thanks to people worried about Sid and it looks like it's going to turn around and it's alright and everything but apparently it's one of those things that just he didn't recover from yeah he ended up getting an infection in his lungs yeah. he had uh, he had problems for years uh, with different stuff on there I mean he definitely lived a kind of crazy but life. they they did flashbacks from like House of a Thousand Corpses mm-hmm. and Devil's Rejects you know very quick ones and yeah. you know because they were showing like you know the uh, the court footage from yeah, their at the trial. very beginning of the movie they wanted to and, kind of recap you what's yeah and you could see the difference between oh, yeah. him a few years ago and him now and I mean he looked like a skeleton of yeah himself. he almost did and he came in there and it was great that he came in there and he did a couple it lines it was like difficult for him to even deliver lines yeah. the way that he used to like but they included a couple in the trailer so we knew he kind of was looking kind of a little gaunt Mm -hmm. but we didn't go in realizing that he wasn't going to be in that movie but i think anyone that because we were in a movie theater filled with people with captain spaulding shirts and i think they even understood it when they watched the movie and they could kind of see what because sid has been a major figure for the last 15 years at the con circuits people Mm -hmm. con cons will make actors even more famous that they they press the press flesh with their fans, yeah. and fans love them, man. And there's so many, and it's, which is that's it's very it's more of a character actor thing than anything. Absolutely, oh, yeah. like you can't. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have time. He does. He can go to you, the big you'll, ones. You'll pay for it. Yeah. He, but he'll go to the top ones. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not. These other guys make the circuit. Oh yeah, man. he's these not guys going to the Lake City. Yeah, he's not. You know, no. sorry, Lake City. Yeah. <laughs> there are a couple big guys that you're surprised show showing. up, like uh, like Michael J. Fox will come to some of them, or Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, you get more. You understand more because he can charge sixty dollars yeah. per yeah. autograph. Plus, they probably they pay money. him. They probably pay him to show up just to draw oh, yeah. people yeah. into oh, the con. Yeah, and I hear that the. They never mention it, but I, uh, on the Tell Him Steve Day pod I listened to, they've gone to a lot of the cons and everything, and he says you would get sick to your stomach if you realized how much some of these people get guaranteed for. Yeah. Says, and you would understand like why figures? they do it. Yeah, six figures. Wow. Uh, Norman Reedus, it's it's like $110 just to get his autograph. Wow. And, and that's above his guarantee. Does he donate it to charity? Or no, he's just making money. Donated man. to his beach what? house in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> char- hey, you can be charitable later on. <laughs> have that money up now <laughs> and make it grow for you, there and you then go. give more way later yeah. and if you want to learn how to do this you should call <laughs> my Dave. consulting company <laughs> uh, <that a> girl <laughs> so let's talk some sid haig man because sid haig was majorly part and i didn't list all of them but there was so many of them on there he would he did a lot of those black exploitation films with pam Grier. He, i think he he probably did four or five movies with pam Grier. but he, he had started early on with tv like i had if you look check our facebook page up i put like a tribute to him up there and there's some stuff in there that one of those pictures is from him on the a-team one of them is for him from that man 1966 with adam west oh, wow. where he played one of the villains and he's almost unrecognizable when he was really young so much so that i am like one of the biggest james bond fans ever and didn't realize ever and didn't realize well, I am pretty big. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's people that got their walls scattered with shit. That yeah. I, don't I saw one dude uh, who bought the car from the. Yeah, that guy beats me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize he was one of the like thugs in Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. And I, I looked at his photo. And I was like, holy shit! It sure as shit is him, man. Uh, Kill Bill Two is bothering me. Who is he, he was the Kill he was the bartender too. that uh, remember uh, Michael Madsen worked at the uh, oh, yeah, strip club. Yeah, 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 he yeah. was the bartender. He oh, had like those yeah. uh, like tinted glasses huh. on and everything. He was really good in that movie. Uh, THX eleven thirty eight must have been one of the first things I saw him on. Didn't even realize him. Yep. He was one of the uh, prisoners that was in. There was a scene where. Uh, 
where Robert Duvall gets pulled out from his job and he gets put into this like solid white room that looked like it went on forever. And there was like these four solid like um, uh, couches in that room. And it was like a group of six prisoners that were just hanging in there. Some of them were rocking back and forth. You could tell that they were out of it. And he was just one of the guys in that room. He was really great. The two big black exploitation films he did were definitely Coffee and Foxy Brown. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we... We had like a we watched like both of them one time at La Mancha. Remember they were having like this black exploitation like right. marathon, and uh, we uh, we watched them, and that was really fun to uh, to go back and watch them. How cheesy and just great they are. Swashbuckler I put on here because I I had accidentally seen it. I, it was like one of those uh, Turner Classic movies that I had saw that was on there that starred um, what's his name uh, Robert Shaw. And he was like a pirate uh, on there with somebody else. Oh, uh, James Earl Jones! It was James That's Earl Jones crazy. and Robert wow. Shaw were pirate <laughs> best friend pirates that were run that you were don't on ever get horses to see much together. Of Robert Shaw either. It's yeah. Like, uh, well, early on, if you go far back, you can. But James Earl Jones being his like buddy and his partner, and that was crazy. And Sid Haig played one of the pirates, and you could just see him in the background. I was like, holy shit, that's Sid Haig. You can definitely tell it was him. Uh, some of the other flicks, Jackie Brown, like I said, Quentin kind of revitalized his career. He was a judge, and it was such was a small great. scene, huh. but hey, it was, was like great. that great movie that Pam, it just makes sense that Pam Greer will be in this movie, and who opposite him would be the one guy that's been a lot of his old school yeah. 70s movies. So Tarantino really goes out of his way to make those connections, and I think it, yeah. people appreciate it, because it's, oh, yeah. you, you know, you're doing one thing, you're throwing a bone to somebody, but... It may launch, relaunch oh, yeah. their entire career. Travolta. For a, for a, mm. for a time. Yeah, but he got a lead role. Yeah. But just to do these little yeah, ones it's true. even drives their career. Mm -hmm. and I mean, it, it doesn't hurt. Because if Sid Haig came in and didn't blow it out of the park, no one's going to say, I hated Jackie right, Brown because yeah. that judge was terrible. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other guy famous for doing that to actors would be Rob Zombie. And I didn't even yeah. ask what people's mind go when I think of Sid Haig because I think everyone's mind Spalding. goes Spalding. to Captain yeah, Spaulding, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. I mean, you think of that opening. How long is a him? piece of string? Yeah. <laughs> Too damn long. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Oh, man, there was so many great like one-liners that he had on there. Oh, yeah. well, he was a Why super like so many jerky he questions? He was a super <laughs> likable character yeah. until you realize he was also... I mean, I know he... Did he kill those robbers first before the kids showed up? I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, he killed the robbers. So you knew they he were was like a murderer, but body. he didn't think he was a sadistic... Right. Th those guys deserve to die. I mean, they tried they to did. rob the place yeah, and everything, but you found out how... I, not until Devil's Rejects did you even find out that he was the father of like uh, of, Bill Sherry, uh, Sherry and, and uh, uh, Otis Otis yeah. you know you didn't realize it. that, that Dude, might have I, been a thing that was just I need to look up afterwards. who Otis is I'm gonna do say you know this. his name because he is fucking oh the main guy dude. yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill uh, Mosley Bill Mosley Bill Mosley's been in the horror game forever man his you like, want to watch some delivery and yeah. shit oh, like that good, like I think he's gonna say what I'm thinking yeah of. if you go back and you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 uh -huh. Bill Mosley is insane in that thing and that was like that was the precursor so there's no way that he was not cast in House with Thousand and Corpses because of Chainsaw Two. Yeah. Have you seen his uh, his audition? No, that was tapes. on. That's on the uh, the special features on House with Thousand and Corpses, yeah. and you should see it. It's, it's really pretty amazing. Awesome. Like he's not in makeup at all, <clears throat> doing delivering. His you also lines forget in House with Thousand and Corpses that Rain Wilson yeah. and. Uh, um, Chris Hardwick Maybe are the forgot. two are the two guys. Yeah. Chris Hardwick was thicker and he had that long uh, mm -hmm. kind of hair. And then Rain Wilson had hadn't done the Office right? yet. He yeah. hadn't done. He hadn't I've played never seen yet. The, I've never seen the Office, and I still know that I've never seen guys it. from the Office. I've never yeah. seen a single episode. Really, I love the Office. Yeah. It's great. I heard it. Yeah, 
It seemed like it could have been annoying. You know how I know it was great? Because they they announced it a year. Everyone told you? No. (laughs) They announced a year ahead of time that they were taking it off Netflix and people have we're freaking out. Oh yeah, freaking no, out. I've been watching it because I'm like, fuck, I'm never gonna go and yeah. buy this, so like, I might as well watch it. I have now. a feeling that if I was gonna watch, I'd probably watch the British one, yeah. uh, the Gervais one. I probably would like more. I hear most people like both of them, though. Mm-hmm. I hear they're both good for whatever there is. But so, yeah, those uh, audition tapes, it's really good because you get to see them in like they're in just like this regular room, like what we would hold auditions in when we did it. Above and, the top, and, uh, yeah, oh. above the, the top, top or something like that, or at the Atlantic, yeah, and the. Uh, you, you get to see the people in street clothes. Bill Mosley is not wearing his wig, short-ass hair with, yeah. like, a striped shirt on. And he knows almost all his lines. He's got his thing in his hand, but he is just shouting off those things. I yeah. mean, he is, some people are good with that type of dialogue. You think Samuel Jackson, when Quentin writes for Samuel, yeah. he knows how he's going to deliver it. I feel just, like Bill Mosley's like that. He's so preachy yeah. with the way that he's fucking talking in those movies. Like, it's just <laughs> Give Daddy amazing. some sugar. Uh, yeah. yeah, I am the boogeyman. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that. Yeah, so, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was so good. But just to go into like Devil's Rejects, when he's having sex with that uh, girl on the bed, uh, Sid Haig, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite uh, yeah. s- scenes with him in it. Man, that is it's good. just it's just really really funny, and uh, I love. Uh, I, I even love the end of House of a Thousand Corpses when Sid picks that girl up on the street. You know, yeah, he thinks yeah. she's thinks she's yeah, safe man. until Bill Mosley sits up in the back of the uh, of the truck. And yeah. like, I wonder if she made it. Um, I, I think they took think her. So. Um, to they the just end. brought her. They the just end. brought her to the gas yeah. station. Where are you going? To the end of that fence. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Another thing that I loved him in that he just came in for the very beginning is Bone Tomahawk. Man, he was the one that went in with David Arquette and like we're desecrating that uh, that burial oh, that's site. Right. Yeah. Where they shouldn't have been there, man. Yeah. And they just like, well, it takes what like four hours to walk around this thing, or we're gonna walk through it. We're yeah. gonna walk through it. And hey. He had that scraggly beard, and it was him and David Arquette. David Arquette it's like pissing on the graves or something like that at yeah. the beginning of that. They should have just walked around. Man. Yeah, yeah should have just walked around. So I was super happy to see that they worked him in on Bone Tomahawk. Now, I had just watched Hatchet 3 the other day. I'm a huge fan of Hatchet movies, not as much as Eric, because Eric's there like huge for him, but I, I love the director, Adam Green. Uh, he didn't direct the third one. He directed the first two, but I think he wrote the third one. And there's been four. And I love the first one, love the second one, love the third one. That fourth one was difficult, man. It was it's usually I how it goes. To, yeah. yeah, I wanted to love it, but it was garbage. It was really bad. Can't all be police academy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of them has to be police academy. Maybe Mission seven, to Moscow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah that was Mission to Moscow. Uh, but Hatchet Three, it was great. It was, he played somebody. Uh, a lot of people don't, if they don't know the myth, it was like Victor Crawley was this uh, kind of uh, hatchet-wielding uh, killer, and he had this great kind of origin story where at the, when he was younger, he was uh, he was tormented by a bunch of kids during Halloween, and they were throwing like fire at his place, and the place caught on fire. And Kane Hodder, who played his dad, took a uh, hatchet and tried to cut down the door, not realizing that uh, Victor Crawley was on the other side, and it went right down the... Th- face him and so his father killed his own son Yikes. and so then he grew, he grew up and he kind of became like a jason character he haunted that woods around the place anyone mm-hmm. that came there and that first one it was like the tour uh boat but the the violence of that was crazy they loved that spray machine when a head gets chopped off or something and these movies the hatchet movies are like love letters to slasher films because they fill them like mm-hmm. that first one had robert england at the beginning it killed uh-huh. and then they got daniel harris who played that little girl who didn't talk in the halloween movies and four and five, mm-hmm. uh, they do. She, and they she did went the on to be the star. That, that, 
horror fans have come to love. Uh, yeah, all tons of nudity, tons of violence. They they worked some great actors in on the first one, and even the second one and third one. If you know fascinating and, films, you know we're fascinated with nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bonus, especially in horror in horror movies for sure. It kind of uh, has his has. role in this was like he played this super funny racist guy that <laughs> had the ashes to his dad, who his dad was the one who was responsible for killing one okay. of the three guys that helped kill Victor Crowley. So they had to get his ashes and they were hoping that giving his ashes to him would put an end to it or maybe throwing it on him would help. Whatever. They, they didn't know it was going to be. They know Sid Haig had the ashes. Yeah. So they come in his house and they uh, it's the this one woman reporter and this black cop and he's just... It, you almost got to laugh at his blatant racism to the cop at, at every moment. He's like, he's like, don't steal anything in my house now. I know yeah. how you are and everything. Oh, but it was really God. funny about the whole the whole, whole, whole way he did it. And he was like, you ain't taking my daddy's ashes over my dead body. <laughs> so you can kind of picture him kind of doing that whole thing. Dollar in the swear jar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear <laughs> uh, He was also in Lords of Salem and he was in Halloween. Yeah. So, uh, so he was definitely, I can't remember for the life of me who he played in Halloween. I haven't I, seen it forever though. That's what I'm trying to think of too. He's probably a cop. Um, no, he no, wasn't I don't think he would play him. No, not in Halloween, I wouldn't think. I'm wondering if maybe he's the guy that uh, Michael Myers gets the jumpsuit from. Could be. I definitely would like to rewatch hmm. it again now that it's coming out uh, or uh, Halloween's approaching fastly, so I have even more of an excuse to watch horror movies, even though I didn't really need one. Don't you watch Friday the 13th on Halloween and Halloween on Friday yeah, the 13th? No, no, that's, see, that's where I'll put my <laughs> Friday the 13th film in, for sure. I just went through and watched that whole six-hour documentary on the Friday the 13th movies did. again. It was so freaking good. Uh, that documentary is like in-depth, let me tell you. Anytime you can do a six-hour so documentary. You better be a Carpenter fan. Yeah. It's the same. Do you hear Ken Burns is doing like a country music one right now? And I'm Ten like, hours. Uh, I was like, uh, but the funny thing is, he's good. No, and most I bet I would like I it. Watch, I, I bet I would like it, even though I don't like country. I don't think I could do that one because early country was like, yeah, was like juke joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting. I get it, but it's still I, I need somewhat of an interest in it. At least with this history ones, I have interest in the history. Yeah. Or the baseball one, I have interest in baseball. Jazz, I'm not really into, but I could at least respect and understand the jazz. jazz. It's like a drug movie, uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was Sid Haig, man. He'll be remembered on all these movies forever. So it's great that he got introduced, got revitalized later in his career too. So audiences, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Captain Spaulding, man." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got famous with that clown suit on. So how many movies have you got to remember you? Two, um, two, two. Yeah, there you go. I think I got three. Well, you were not physically on. I mean, you were a part of behind. No, no, scenes. I was on set. I was on set on camera. On camera, collecting the guns. In uh, right. botched, I was a police captain, yeah. and uh, Silent Dove. Silent Dove, yeah. And I was the hand model. Hand model. Uh, the first you one. You yourself as a hand model. Yeah. I was a hand model, man, for all those aftershots <laughs> when we yeah. couldn't get Weisberg to come over. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a few of them, but yeah. <laughs> all right, that's our character actors, man. It's a really great list. I, I love doing these ones, and the uh, the the actresses that we got coming up is going to be really awesome too. Uh, next week is going to be a good one. It's going to be 90s drama. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> next week is going to be, be 90s. For there is one. nothing <laughs> funny about 90s drama. Well, there can be. There There's is a lot, lot of scenes. Funny. 90s drama is a great category, man. There's a lot of great 90s it films. Just, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of thrillers. Thrillers became like a big thing in the 90s too, you know? Not that it wasn't in the 80s, but... Uh, 
but thrillers became yep. really, really popular. They the hit 90s. their stride. They def. There you go. <laughs> they def. Show show enough. Show enough. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely did. Uh, so All we're right, gonna that's come the funniest back. Funniest thing you said. And <laughs> <laughs> like Constanza, you got to go, go out on a high note. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on uh, our. Facebook page, see all the pictures we post every week. You can listen to us on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes. Leave us a, a like or comment. That would be great. Or you can send us an email at fascinatewithfilms at gmail.com. So, yeah, next week, 90s drama. The week after that, we got some character actresses pod. And then we got something really exciting coming for Halloween. So, I hopefully, everyone will uh, be tuning in for that. Last Halloween episode was one of my favorites. Man. Yeah, that was we, fun. we did those rounds and we diff- did different things. It's very similar to this one, but I got different topics and it'll be very Halloween. Spooky music. Awesome clips. Maybe throw in some trivia. Put the ET up for. Uh, oh shit! For well, we got another wild card coming up around Thanksgiving, so maybe, maybe that'll okay. be a Thanksgiving one. I so. stole that. <laughs> <laughs> I got fifteen of them, man. <laughs> I may not want it, but it's in my possession. <laughs> All right. So yeah, until next week. See ya. Peace. Bye. You don't quit doing the asshole shuffle, and I'm gonna come over there and put my boot up your ass.